Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Let's get started. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome back to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by... Happy belated Canada Day and Fourth of July. I didn't even get to say your name and you just jumped in. Kamar Bar. Here we go. And by Simon. Yo. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then uh, we're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, uh, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, it was hot. Hot and sweaty week. Uh, we're in the heat wave here. And um, I've been begging for some good news. And we've had some crazy news uh, in the last couple of days. So it's very exciting. But we'll get into it at the post, Joe. Oh, okay. You're talking about Ghislaine, obviously. And others. Okay. I don't think Matt knows. Uh, he must know. No, I don't think he knows. I'm not on the internet. Matt doesn't know. I think we save it for the post, Joe. No, we're going to do it, but after we get through the intros. Anyways, you guys are I, fucking idiots. I had a hot week, and it's good to be here back in front of the... Hot lights? YouTube. Simon? Uh, it was a good week. It was a hot week. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about. Um... Yeah, whatever. Uh, tomorrow is my 18th year married to my wife. Your anniversary. Yeah. Oh, that is gross. Oh, yeah. wow. 18 years. I've lived with my wife just about the same amount of time I lived with my parents. Much longer than the time where you didn't know her. Well, no, you met her after you were 18, though. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, I don't know if congratulations are in order, but... Whatever. Nice work, Simon. It becomes a feat, I think, year after year. I'm oh. sure it's... Um, I think at 20, I'll, 17 at, more at 20 years. I'm going to give him the, the fist of solidarity. I mean, uh, this week on the podcast, we found out Son really can't hold it together. Sorry, what? Uh, one of the guests is in a real romantic uh, relationship. Oh, trouble. yeah, right. Exactly. I must have listened to a different week. Well, you did listen to the last podcast of the week. Russell Peters? Yeah. yeah. Who mentioned many times that he's financially oh, strapped let's because get of his two well, because of his divorces. Yeah, let's get sure. into it. Yeah. I just yeah, thought you yeah. meant like someone had recently... No, no, we're just, we're just <laughs> tossing fucking innuendos out there. Fine. He's in the lead. Um, all right, well... Uh, do you guys How's your week, Matt? Sorry. No, whatever, it's fine. Subscribe to YouTube. <laughs> How's your week, Matt? Subscribe to the YouTube, everyone. Come on, you want to run down the guests? We had a big week this week, uh, uh, diversity-wise at least. Uh, be careful what you wish for. Start with fourteen ninety nine. Did you just say diversity-wise we had an interesting week? Because there was an Indian and a woman? 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, for Joe Rogan, that's not everything has to be color. Mike. Mixing it up in any event. Fourteen ninety nine. Aaron Snyder, the ultimate bowman. Then we had a story as old as time about the corporations. Barbara Freeze came in at fifteen hundred. Then we had a three-hour lecture on cancer culture with uh, Jane Lindsay, Lindsay, sorry, 1501. And we wrapped up the week with uh, downtrodden, out on his luck, trying to pull it all back together, 1502, Russell <laughs> Peters. All right. Uh, are we going to rate it? The week in a hole. No, nope, we don't want to rate it? Go ahead. Come on. I give it three and a half. And I give it a three. I'll give it a three and a half as well. I like Kamar's. Uh, I like Kamar's instinct. The bow hunter brought it all down. Were you guys upset about that? About him bringing the week down? Wow. Well, we At least we got it out of the way early. Talk for a second before, but I'd said, you know, I'd take a hunter right now. Oh yeah, people oh, yeah. were not pleased with you on the fucking Instagram, sir. Well, I don't think I really summoned it. But oh no, you absolutely did. It's just so you old enraged the Matrix gods, and that's what happens. Isn't it odd that we can't summon good things? Well, that's that's why I don't think there's any factual evidence that I made anything happen with this hunter. Mm-hmm. But this is a very special hunter. I think he's the best bowman in the world. Is oh, it? I think that puts it up there with the I really don't give a shit category. <laughs> like, I couldn't have been more nonplussed about this episode. It was so fucking boring. Do you want to give? Did you give the name of the number for this one? Yeah. Okay. Did let's, you? Let's rate it. I'm done. Fourteen ninety nine. Aaron Snyder. Yeah. Perfect. Here, hold on. Let me get to the fucking. Page. Did you take a look at his knapsack? I don't give a fuck. The fact that you called it a knapsack, too, means that you're clearly not going out in the wilderness back, with it. Backpack. <coughs> um, so, fourteen ninety nine, Aaron Snyder. Yeah, he did that. Go ahead. No, I, I do that. Oh, Kamar stole your thunder twice. Did you? Yeah. Sorry. Or you have one note for this guy? No, I, I just have that he introduced me to, I can't get a flaxseed in my ass with a hammer. That's what he was... I said to Simon, I was like, you got to give the guy credit. He had some great little fucking one-line quips and shit. Simon was like, fuck this guy. Because well, I, I didn't think so. I thought they all came off as cheesy. I thought it, like things he said sounded rehearsed almost. Harder than like, a woodpecker's lips. That was incredible. The, no, what was incredible was... When uh, he, what was the other one? You couldn't. This guy couldn't get hit. This guy got hit with a dick in a pussy storm. Or in a pussy storm, this guy got hit with dick. But, like, I totally agree with Simon that it was all contrived. Of course. And But at the very beginning when he was like... Everyone's asking me when he's going to be a Rogan. Rogan's like, everyone's asking me when I'm going to have Aaron Snyder on. And I've never heard either name ever Who mentioned. the fuck is everybody? What is the silent majority? Well, that's just it. This guy was like, you know, and I'm, I mean, I'm not as famous as you, Joe, but I'm really famous. And I'm like, what is fucking happening here? Are there so many people on this planet that just everybody has this massive following? Well, I think in the bow hunting community, but how big is that community? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Probably pretty big, I guess. Are people tuning into this stuff because they're uh, viewing the end of days? Because that's the only time this comes in handy. Well, just when he was talking about all the hate mail he gets, I was like, really? All the hate mail, buddy? Like, Well deserved. How many people are out there like, oh, you fucking recurve bow prick? Like, come on. That, that was a thing that he was like, I, f- I feel bad. I used to make fun of him, but now I know what the truth is. Insanity. I mean, that's the only part about this guy that was somewhat um, um, interesting was the fact that he uses the Robin Hood bow. Because he got made fun of. <coughs> I got to say this. This, this is unethical story. They got so in-depth in this one. Normally, Joe does a good job of... And it's funny because sometimes we give him shit where we're like, we all listen to the show. You don't need to fucking explain it. 
But normally he's like, okay, for the layman or for those that don't know, and then gives a little synopsis of whatever. He didn't do any of that this time. No. Like when they were talking about the recurve bow or whatever, and he's like, yeah, well, people say it's unethical. I had to literally sit there and think for like 20 minutes and keep listening. I was like, what is unethical about what they're doing? And then I realized, oh, when you shoot the bow from that distance, you can't guarantee that you're going to hit and kill the thing right away. But I was like, I don't know. Just this, they got so in depth he on started technical hand terms. Oh, that. So bad. right, right around there, the glassing. Matt was talking about the glassing. Well, you yesterday. know what glassing is, Kamar from Tom Segura, right? What's glassing? Oh no, you when remember. you're looking at the thing through the fucking. Don't you? Um, it's hold on. like a telescope. Do you remember okay. when Segura was on Rogan and they had the they showed the clip with the guy who's like. We were just glassing, just glassing, just glassing. Nobody remembers that. I don't remember it. So right around this time in the podcast, as you can see right here, because I wrote, fuck this, in huge writing. I can see it. I made a conscious decision, and I'm sorry if this enrages you or anybody out there, but I think there are better things to talk about in this episode. And I started listing them. They could have talked about better things. Just no, it, Simon just doesn't want to talk about this no, episode. So he's I'm, written a list of Bigfoot I'm, and no, no, alien no, related. There, well, there's a little bit of aliens. But let's start by... <laughs> no, that's not how we do this, though. That's what the post show's for. I'm sorry. we just That's not how we do this. Okay, so this episode is going to be five minutes. That's fine. Let's at least talk about something interesting. Why? Did, Hold on. There's lots of other stuff to talk about throughout the week. Uh, did he lose you then when he said sometimes have the wife drive me five kilometers away so I can walk home because God earned your day? <laughs> he rips the pages out. Simon, that's a bit dramatic, no? God oh, earned I'm your gonna, day. I'm going to save them for later. Okay. okay. Oh, no, let's do it. Let's do but it. But that's all I fucking got, man. Like, I'm serious. That ended right there. That's fine. Okay. Simon. No, no, no. one's. Let's, let's go through what they, they should have talked about. No, no, no. This is what I'm going to talk about. It's all good, man. I don't care. I just this thought that would be more fun than fucking giving this guy five minutes. You know what I mean? Because legitimately. I get it. Legitimately. But let's do what we normally do. Minutes. Let's spend five minutes shitting on something that we don't understand or get. Did you guys find that he kept going like, now I'm not trying to say I'm the toughest guy in the world. But I'm close. But I'm the toughest guy in the world. You didn't find that? Um, okay. Well, they did talk about the movie Congo. Yeah. Which is weird because I talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, Joe was saying because the giant apes in that were actually the. Yeah, the Bondo um, ape. The Bondo ape, thank you. Which just coincident, not coincidentally, but that's a good example of somebody not believing something is true, hearing tons of rumors about it throughout time, modern time, and then them finding it. And there we just say, oh my God, there's a big walking ape in Africa. You know what I'm saying? That's the exact same scenario we're talking about Bigfoot. That, that's not why I brought that up, but I'm just telling you. Like that, that's, it's the same thing. We hear about it, it's in lore, and then all of a sudden they find it, and we're all like, okay, there's a big ape living in North America. Okay, a little bit different. The, the jungle in the Congo is one of the toughest places in the world to access. So when there's rumor... Matt, yeah. it, yes, you are absolutely right. And so are um, places Pacific in Northwest. Canada. Dude, I will pull it up right now. I bet you anything they're just as inaccessible. It is so hard to get to some places Simon, Simon, in the Rocky Mountains my... and in Canada and in the United States. They just can't get in there to do the research. The same way they can't get into the jungle. It's the exact same thing. Simon, the jungle is filled with rebels and war. There's a huge difference between white scientists trying to get into the Congolese jungle to find this massive Bondo ape and North America where there is no civil war 
I'm not sure the I Civil think we're talking War about had anything to do with it. Uh, with them not finding the Bondo ape. The Congo has the the second bloodiest and the longest civil war. It, it may be. Okay. I'm just saying it, it may also be a case where it was just unexplored terrain, you know? They just hadn't got there yet. Okay, but I mean, I still would like you to... You're going to have to, at Let's the break, pull out. up how th the, the spots in Canada that are so thick and unaccessible. No, but what, we're, oh, what, what you're saying is what adds to it is there's a lack of stability in the Congo. Of course. There's a lot of stability here. I mean, maybe you get a First Nations protest if you're to go in some areas, but I agree with Simon. It is crazy country out there that's inaccessible. I just think that, like, we all go to our cottages and we're like, yeah, this is the country. You know what I mean? When you go out to, like, first of all, we have rainforests in BC, when the all road up stop. and down the coast like that. It's, it's fucking nuts, man. It's BC, a totally Vancouver different type of climate. And that runs all the way down through... Um, Oregon, Oregon, Colorado, all like that's all fucking Bigfoot territory all up the coast there. And then through the thickets up in like, you know, you want to come down from the Northwest Territories. There is so much of Ontario that is shoot, you would die a hundred percent. We throw you out there. You're dead. Unless you listen to this guy. Simon, we throw you out there. You're dead is not the same as Bigfoot is roaming around and we can't find him. No, I'm just telling you how we're, we're sorry. Forget Bigfoot. We're just talking about the inaccessibility of some of these places. Like, just look at fucking... But again, the inaccessibility, this is where you're losing me, is like, inaccessible for whom? You're telling me that humans just cannot go there? Because no, I just... No, no, no. Just for places to hide. Like, we won't, we won't be there unless we're actually going there. I guess that was the same argument as in the Congo, right? Like, they just weren't getting to the places where this Bondo ape was inhabiting. Otherwise, they would have found it a long time ago. Listen, man, you Dude, can live in your. You can live me, in your like Bigfoot world. Well, crazy. I just because Simon, it's what we're talking. Like you act as though like because they didn't find. When did they find this ape in the Congo? Let's also find that out. He just likes to keep the flame alive. Pretty so, stoke the fire. Pretty recently, okay. Because Joe's been talking about this for at least ten years. Oh no, no, no! I, I'm saying it's probably within like thirty years that they. Okay, so I mean, again, we're talking about it's 2020 right now. They're finding. Mayan ruins with LIDAR that you talk about all the fucking time. Sorry, what? So, oh, huh? No, huh? no, I was reading. Is it raining in here? I, huh? I Ancient that. civilization? You said LIDAR? Because I'm said, interested in getting a LIDAR. Getting a LIDAR. Yeah, I want to have I a get a LIDAR. magnet first. Um, I don't even know what we're doing here anymore. You know what a fishing magnet is? Uh, no. It's like a magnet about that big that can pull up like 200 pounds. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Then. You yeah. just throw them off your dock and who knows what you find. Gotcha. Yeah, just drag up, just drag up all the fucking shit on the bottom. Pull it through the beach. Who knows? Come on, there's this guy on YouTube that just um, like trolls waterways. He's like a scuba diver, and dude, the the shit this guy fucking finds. I'm going home to subscribe. <laughs> I, I love YouTube videos. No, but this guy finds guns, drones, iPhones all the time. So many iPhones. Um, yeah, the shit you can find at the bottom of drones, waterways. You said he finds tons of drones. Because they just fall over the water. And yeah, dummies flying them, yeah. Well, that's once nice. most people figure once their drone hits the water, that's... And I would probably also just walk just away. Just be bummed <laughs> to walk away. Yeah, fuck this. So in 1996, they found a skull of a Bondo ape, and then okay. in 2000, between 2003 and 2006 is when they... Saw went, them. Went back and made the discovery, yeah. I couldn't get an exact date, but it's somewhere in that time. Do we know if they're still there right now? I believe they are, yeah. They're called the Billy Ape, actually, B-I-L-I, -I, or Bondo Ape. Um, anyway, so yeah, forget Bigfoot. Uh, 
just on Michael Crichton for a second, who wrote Congo. Did, did you guys watch that movie? You must have when it came yeah, out. Yeah, of course. Come I on. can't remember if I did. It, uh, it's on Netflix right now, so I think this weekend I'm going to uh, You know what they just put on revisit. Netflix? True Romance. Yeah, I know. I watched it. Fucking incredible. Yeah, it's a, on it's, Netflix? It yeah. is an unbelievable movie, man. It's really good. Um, he is a terrible actor in almost everything else Christian he does. Slater. But in this movie, he is just that right you didn't type like pump of cool. Up, you didn't like pump up the volume? I did like punk, punk, punk up the volume, Matt. I like pump up the volume, but he's like over the top cheesy in it. This movie, I find like I didn't know him before this, so um, you know what I always found is he always just played one note. Well, yeah, himself, that kind like of that, uber like, cool guy. Yeah. But every everybody in uh, True Romance is stellar. Everyone. Amazing. If you watch the opening, we've we've done this a hundred times. Yeah. But when you watch the opening credits for that film, it's a fucking, as Joe would say, it's murderers, murderers row. row. Like even when you get to the last name and it's James Gandolfini, you're like, whoa, what? what like even the people you don't recognize are somebody listen, famous. Brad like, Pitt has a bit part in it. He yeah. plays Floyd. Like yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. Michael Rappaport. It's fucking don't staggering. condescend me, man. Fucking condescend Get some me. Cleaning man. products. Um, what's, sorry, what's cool about Pump of the Volume though is that's like the first podcast. Yes, that is the pirate radio. Whether the acting's yeah. good or not, I liked yeah, yeah. It. it. No, it was a good movie. And the I, soundtrack is killer too. I just don't think he anybody could have been in it, and I bet it would have been like cool. But in True Romance, like he's that part. You know what I'm saying? And I think he was good in a movie with uh, Kevin Bacon. Never. There's no good movie with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Wild Bacon things. played a... Uh, Wild Things is a horrendously bad movie. He played a lawyer, Kevin Bacon. Which has a really good threesome scene. Well, and it's not even that good. You see Kevin Bacon's dick in it, too. Do you? Yeah. I don't remember that. I would it's block interesting that interesting what you focus on. Not that there's anything wrong with that, Matty. Kevin Bacon's dick? Just liking dicks in general. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon's dick. That's yeah. my new game. Dude, I like that. <laughs> um, okay, so Michael Crichton writes kind of realistic books. He actually does a ton. Yes, he does a ton of um, research for every book he writes where he goes in and he looks at the science of things. And like when you look at Jurassic Park, just I'm not saying that's possible, Matt. But it is. You know what I mean? They do find amber with sure, mosquitoes fine. in it. They draw yeah. the DNA from it. I'm just saying, he obviously extrapolates it out to the nth degree. I the read man it. wrote, but Simon, the guy wrote two books about theme parks. That seems kind of lazy, Two books? What's lazy, the other no? book about Westworld. theme parks? I didn't even know Michael Crichton wrote Westworld. Yeah. Well, Westworld is a... Um, is a fuck what do you call it when it's like um it's like a critique on real life yeah it's like a dystopian future not even i think he's legitimately writing about like epstein's ranch all these guys this is like shit that actually goes on this is more like a reveal Art imitating than, life yeah anyways just back to what i was saying um there's a book he wrote called micro I don't know if you've ever read it, where they shrink the people down. Um, it's the same idea as that movie you were telling me about with Inner Space. Body. Well, Inner Space is the best, but no. Um, with Matt Damon, it just came out not long ago, where they shrink them down and they live oh, in a tiny community. The fuck was that it's garbage. Called? It is totally garbage, but um, we focus our human brain 
power on a lot of things. You know what I mean? We're very worried about what's going to happen to the planet. We're very worried about uh, overpopulation. We're very worried about a lot of things that by simply shrinking ourselves down, all of those problems go away. Mind you, we get a whole new series of problems about protection. But if we can deal with the protection, it solves, I mean... It solves it doesn't, it almost doesn't, though, everything. Because, not really, because then all the food we normally harvest, we can't deal with anymore because it's 10 times the size of us. Well, a, well, a husk of corn hold, becomes... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Feeds, this, a, feeds this a neighborhood. Is, this is what we're going to do, Maddie. And this is so simple. Just wait. We are deciding when we get shrunk down. So we're going to build tiny little machines that are able to handle the giant stalks of corn. We're going to build them when we're big. And we're going to shrink ourselves down and we're going to have these machines that can take care of a one piece of corn feeds all of North America. You know what? It, dude, I'm sorry, Kamar. That's this, very aggressive. This is fucking brilliant. Like I'm telling you, all focus. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. Oh, no. I just want to, I just want to clarify yeah. for myself and the listeners that you now, right now, your new thing is that to save humanity, we need, someone needs to get on, not someone. You think the majority of our brain power needs to be focused on shrinking all of humanity down. Matt, yeah. Matt. Yeah. All of our brain power. The world's collective brain power. We should all just make an agreement that in the year 2024, we shrink the world. So kind of like we would make an arms agreement for nuclear weapons with Russia, we're going to we're all shrinking down. We're all shrinking down. Every country will have like a lock and key vault system where you need the permission of another, I don't know, eight countries or whatever to open it up to give you the button to get big again. But at that point, so we got whatever, four years, six years to get ready to build all the tiny little models we need to live the rest of our days as micros. And that's it, man. We can't agree on anything. That's not going to happen. This is what I'm fucking dealing with here. No more overpopulation. No more hunger. Underpopulation. No more. No more um, you know how easy it would be to house everybody? There would be no rich and poor anymore because everybody would be able to build themselves a tiny little mansion when they're giant. And Dude, Simon, you know what would this happen? Is fucking you know brilliant. what happened? It would be like, okay, so we're all in agreement, right? September 1st, we all shrink down, right? Russia, you're good. And Russia would be like, yeah, September exactly. 1st. Of course, we are going so to we, shrink whole country. We shrink down, they don't. Yeah, the Russians we are shrink like, back up. Yes, like, we shrink back up. Like it's, it's not, not a, easy. It's not a big deal, man. Once everybody sees that this is... Look, Putin's still in charge of micro-Russia. You know what I mean? Like, nothing changes for There's anybody. An easier way. There's an easier way. What's the easier way? Mars. You, you tell me. Mars is not the easier way. This is so much easier than Mars. Hold on, hold on. Your argument is that... Creating a technology that we have no clue how to begin creating is easier than something, we're in the middle than of something that we're already doing. Well, getting to Mars is very, very difficult. Hold um, on, but shrinking down we already, 8 billion people is... We already have the technology, Matthew, to do all sorts of um, nanotechnologies. We have things... Right now, you get sick. They're going to put a little bot into your body that's going to go in and do the surgery for you. We are there. We're right fucking there. That's what I'm saying. Like Michael Crichton was writing about a technology that I think was probably only a couple of years away when he wrote it back in 2008 or whatever. Did he foresee a world where there was no racism? 
tiny racism. Yeah, that works. Anyways, we'll we'll move off of Smaller that. Smaller police, desized police. Um, downsizing was the name of the movie with Matt Damon. Yes, yes, it was downsizing. Was, yeah, yeah, and I didn't see it. I should probably watch it now that this is my big Trash. idea. But wasn't that the point? Was that everybody was being shrunk down to live in these communities to save on everything? I mean, so that's what they sold it as. But yeah, it was not a great movie. And then just think, like you know, we'll be so busy fighting like rats that we won't have time to fucking hate each other. You You're know? coming up with your new problems now. One airplane could fly everyone. I mean, pollution's got to go down. One airplane could fly, like, the total population of the Earth. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Yeah. So if you really had to go to Mars, we just load up <laughs> one spaceship and we take everyone there. No, you got me. <coughs> oh, my God. Um, I guess we're done with Bow Guy, then. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park Micro. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Done. If we're all micro, then Bigfoot is like really Bigfoot. Well, he would get micro too. They'd have to. How? Well, because they'd have to figure out a way. It would be like an EMP. You know what hold I on, mean? Hold on. So no, wait, we're, all we're shrinking all animals as well? Is that it? Well, that would be a really good idea. No. Now, actually, now that I think about no, it. No, that's the worst idea. Why, we sh why don't we shrink the corn You kill one too. cow at our normal size and we're all shrunk. That cow could feed the population for a year. Yeah. So, so if you shrink all the cows. So this is what we should do. Um, we should shrink... 90% of the animals, let's say, and then save a little bit to feed us, and they'll stay big, but they're cows, so it won't be hard to figure out a system to keep them contained. I'm going to blame know? it on the heat. This stupid idea you're, you're going to blame on the mind, heat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he wrote this guys, in an air-conditioned studio. Guys, it doesn't surprise me that this isn't something that you would jump onto. Um, Shrinking? It takes a little bit of imagination, and, and frankly, you're quite limited. But I hope that you take the time to really think this one out. There'd be some weird dudes that just shrunk, but sort of, I'm going to try to keep my dick a little bit bigger. They'll all. <laughs> have some disasters. Think it out. That's funny. I hate Simon. You know what's interesting? That... I didn't, I didn't write any of that. I wrote micro. I like that you go, I didn't write. I just picture you with your eyes rolled up. It's like a. No, no, no. Just blind no, 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 no. Oh. I mean, this Jason micro Silva. thing, was, this all came right now. You're like a Jason Silva. I, uh, Which one was Jason I Silva? I was just going to talk about when Michael Crichton. man will uh, um, manipulate molecules like um, Leonardo da Vinci and. You know the the rancher who talked about the future? Oh, the rancher, yeah. The rancher? He's a rancher too, yeah. <laughs> mm. All right, that's it. Let's write it. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, everybody. I know that that's, this is not the way we usually do this, but I was so upset by this podcast. No, no, no. Listen, don't, don't apologize. I thought it was comical that I said a hunter and a hunter came on, but yeah, it was... But did you not even find that he was worse than a normal hunter? Like, yeah. it wasn't even... Give me a bear story. Give me, like, he was. He had some bear stories. He gave you stories, but. Yeah, stories where he stalked up on the bear, like, within 13 feet and shot him between the antlers of a deer. Uh, like, none of this made any and sense And in to the me. bear story, one time he says, um, and I knew his gun sometimes jammed, was part of the story to build the um, tension of his life being on the line. Mm -hmm. And again, listen, I'm sure this guy. Like you said, Badass. obviously an amazing bowman. I can totally respect the using the Robin Hood bow. Like, he's probably a great guy. 
And he was but down three, on his luck, and now he's up three here. Three hours on Rogan. Well, it wasn't about Corona and, stuff, and racism, so. I'm I, trying to be positive. I'm so used to just storming away now that. Too early. Yeah, it's too early. Yeah, no, I give this, uh, I'll rate it first. <clears throat> I give it a one. Might even get a point five. This was fucking, no, it gets a point five. This episode was really bad. Go ahead, Kamar. I give it a one as well. This episode was so niche that I don't even... I'm not even certain that if you were a hunter and you listened to this episode, you would be, like, uh, enjoyable. If you're a bow hunter, for sure. I, but he, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. He's like Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky, bow hunter. I'm going to give this a point five. Um, I don't believe in going any lower than that. Just out of principle. But... Uh, this one really pushed me. Pushed me the fucking edge. It was a tough way to start off. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This and it tough. soured the whole week for me. Like, Matt, when you said I liked the rest of the, I couldn't come back from this. Oh, weird. It tainted everything. Every episode in the week? Every episode. Oh, that's interesting. Let's yeah. see how that goes. You know, it's funny. It had the opposite effect on me. Because it was so bad that everything after I went into, like, I'm going to fucking hate this, fuck this. And then I was like. Oh, this is refreshing. And you know what? Appreciate it a bit. Usually, I like. I really, I really try and strive to find like the good in every episode. You know what I mean? Even you if do? it's a shitty episode, I, I, I try don't. and do my best. And uh, fuck, man, you cannot. It was not in me. Sometimes you just can't do it. Sorry. Anyways, whatever. Sometimes you Let's gotta move walk on. away. Uh, fifteen hundred episode fifteen hundred. Quick milestone. That's kind of cool, eh? When you get those milestones. It'll be cool if we get to 100. Let alone 1,500. We don't have long to go to 100. We still have to get there. I won't make it. <laughs> there you go. I don't like when you say things like that. But 1,500 is unbelievable. 1,500, Barbara Fries. Um See, here's a good example. I thought coming in, I was like, I don't know who this woman is. Probably not going to enjoy it. Love this episode. You did. Totally. Well, take it away, Maddie. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I just... Uh, no, I just... Did you not learn a ton from this episode? I did. I learned a lot, and it, it was interesting, but I was just angry. I was did you angry not feel, though, it's a episode. story old as time? Yeah, and but it doesn't... I'm not but taking hold on. away from anything she said. But, okay, fine. The overlying story is old as time, but it doesn't mean that you don't want to learn new specifics about, like, the for, slave for trade. For sure, or, and I like the way she did it, like, as far as a book goes... To break it down into those seven different yeah. examples of the same kind of corruption in totally different way. I, that's, you know what the other thing was, too? Cool, she didn't come off as preachy either. She just came off as like fact-based. But I don't even think she's calling it corruption. It's just inevitable oh, no. that corporations have a diffused responsibility because at the end of the day, their um, out is the shareholder. And the shareholder is at the end of the day us. But wait a second. Go back to the first statement you said. You don't think she even thinks it... 100% she thinks it's corrupt. The whole book was all about how corrupt the system is. Or corporations in general turning a blind eye to stuff. Well, that's like the circular fucking nonsense we have to deal with. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. It's it's the story all this time. It, it's definitely interesting, the specific examples, but it's not like... Uh, did you feel she offered a solution? So she's... So, well, I mean, you know, I, to, I, to me, you don't have to offer up a solution if you're... I, 
this is one of these episodes where I was like, this is why I listen. I learned a ton of shit that I didn't previously she's, know. She's bringing awareness. Mm-hmm. And then through that, somebody like Matt then decides, you know what? I'm going to do something about this or whatever. She doesn't have to come and give you the solution I'm not accusing you of anything. the problem of racism or of... Uh, I'm sure she's glad you're being defensive of her, but I'm not attacking her. Okay. What were you saying, Kamar? No, that's what he was saying. I said it. Okay. It's what were you saying, Simon? Yeah, I was asking him to more reiterate on his point, uh, though. Um, she started this whole thing by battling climate change denial. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know... You don't like climate that. Change. So maybe that soured you on her in the first place. I'm not sour on her at all. I don't know where you're getting this I from. I don't think you know that you're soured on her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, through this process, we'll find out. I'm oh, sorry. I, I think it's we weird know. for a weatherman not to believe in the weather changing. Well, no. When she said, what did you say? Uh, Exxon even acknowledges it? No, he believes in the weather changing. I do? Yeah. Kamar, uh, I, I, just in all fairness to Kamar, I believe that Kamar is more talking about these, I, these, this idea of buying back carbon credits well, and she, how the she whole thing is like another corrupt system that they're... It, what the money they're collecting from you in all of this will never go to fix the environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I correct in mm-hmm. your statement? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that I, I'm okay with that with what he said. Yeah. So that's a weatherman who does believe in climate change. Mm-hmm. And how? But I don't. Yeah. See, with that statement, I'm not sure he does. No. That seemed like I've a cop out. I do not know how we'll fix it. Like it, it'd be. Um, but you also seem to have been in technology that would be And this certainly amazing. isn't the way with their goddamn carbon credits. And it just creates this whole new industry of corruption. Like the mortgage default. A, right. Based around buying and then reselling these credits. Like, so instead of solving the problem, they just created a whole new industry around solving the problem. Like... Come on! Well, no, man. they got into it. How he was saying, is there a way if carbon, Joe Astor, uh, is priced, is that a way to control the thing? And I don't, I don't know if she's uh, totally tuned in, but yeah, that, that's what we're assuming that the carbon industry will just be another industry full of corporations that fuck shit up and turn a blind eye into it. Because I thought you were in charge of that. Yeah, I mean, like Kamar said, it is. The part that's as old as time is this idea of, you know, Matt is a, is a scientist and comes to the table and says, the world's getting hotter. This isn't a good thing. And the coal companies say, well, here are our scientists to say differently, right? Like cigarettes, coal, energy, whatever. Every time they just do the exact same thing. And the populace buys it. Hook, line, and sinker. Every time. And then we end up without electric cars. Like, do you think this book is going to make an impact? No, probably no, not. Nothing I mean, makes ma- an impact. Maybe being on Rogan helps, you know? Mm-hmm. But usually I would say, no, this thing, I would have never heard about this book. The press will never talk about it, the media, because it goes against the people who are paying for their ads. Like, you'll never hear about this shit. I'm sure it would appeal to uh, Antifa and stuff like that, though. Why? Just because it's anti-corporation. Mm-hmm. Which is such a fine line because we all live off of corporations. I don't think anything appeals to Antifa except tearing down the system. Well, so this book, 
paints the corporations evil, so uh, it's like something they can put up on their bulletin board <laughs> as an enemy. Um, another thing I learned in this whole thing, so the British, because it was the British sl- slave trade she was talking about in this, mm-hmm. um, that they used that same idea of the doctors, but not doctors, but to run a rescue narrative. We're saving these people from a life of, uh, of, of wildness in Africa, where meanwhile they're literally plucking people out of paradise and bringing them to goddamn Britain. It, it sort of ties in with our next uh, guest. <laughs> What's what great? Talking about? What's really crazy is that they, when they wanted to free them, that their argument was like, whoa, whoa, we can't free these people. That would be like cramming liberty down the throats of people that aren't ready to accept it. And we can't. They had so They have many to remain slaves, of course. Yeah, it's nuts. For why not to do it, especially the Brits. Like, But then it's the same within North America. The slave trade had become such an industry that you couldn't then just pull it it's, you couldn't stop slavery because the people who were rounding up the slaves, that was a whole industry. It, you know what I'm saying? It would crush the economy. Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Well, you know, it's kind of how local police started, right? Was to, f- to, to round up slaves. Yeah. Well, and then the Jim Crow laws, yeah. like all of that, man. The the When they abolished slavery here... Mm-hmm. Right. And then introduce those laws. I know we've talked about this a million times. Um, they were picking guys up for jaywalking or whatever, anything they wanted, throwing them in jail and then getting them to be slaves for pennies on the dollar. You know, it's the framework for systematic. Yeah. Well, racism. that's it's the start. Systemic. Systemic racism. What did he say? Systematic. systematic same thing. I think it's the same thing. And so that's why you have to go all the way back and just destroy everything. I'm to not, fix it. I'm not, I don't. I don't think that either. I'm not sure that, but uh, I just uh, to me it was interesting the argument like here are these people these people here people are living in Africa which literally must have been like paradise. You know what I mean? Comparatively to dreary England, better so, climate. So you're taking these people better climate, better everything, better food, animals, everything. So you're taking them. You're Sticking people on boats, you're bringing them over to this terrible place and then having the gall to say, we saved you. Like, it's nuts. They apparently, like, paid the uh, British government reparations, like $20 billion or something. Oh, yeah? And they just finished paying, like, a couple years ago. But still an issue. The British government paid or they paid the British government? Well, the British people was where the money comes from, but the British government paid. I'm not sure where. It, may, it might have gone to Black Lives Matter, for all I know. And there was a whole slave lobby back in the day. So again, like, the second there's a lobby on something, powerful that lobby. is big business, you know? Because there's no need for a lobby, a lobbyist, unless you're trying to make money. Of course. The fact yeah, that we have anyways. lobbyists is fucking bananas. Oh, agreed, man. But there's another example of, like, I don't even know why that's a thing where you can have these lobbyists, but it's obviously not the best way to run the system. And yet we say, well, it's in the Constitution or whatever, so we got to keep doing it. I say we. We have lobbyists here, too. Yeah. But it's not the same. We have real, um, real. We have stricter uh, pact 
donation policies and things like that. I don't know, man. I don't know. No, I agree. It's all corrupt, Maddie, but like not nearly as corrupt as it is in the States. Oh, it's just more money down there. They have there. super PACs. They have yeah. like all sorts of weird Again, the business down there is huge. So 2015, they stopped paying it. But it was $20 million in 1833. It took 182 years to pay it off. Reparations for the British slave trade. Mm-hmm. But they weren't paying that to Black Lives Matter. No, I don't know no, where you, it went. You were just joking. It's like we always say, where do these fines go? Where does the money go? Well, it would be like hilarious if it just backdoored right into their own... Coffers? Yeah. That would I like make, that word. That would make sense. What's um, the interest on that, though? It was 20... You said it was 20 million and 18 whatever? Yeah, I think it worked out to some sort of billion. Yeah, because 20 million back then is net with fucking inflation is... More. Yeah. 182 years more. You know what's an interesting concept? Go on. Is that um, there are probably two major industries in this world, let's say, um, big pharma and big oil, that between the two of them have ruined the way we live. Like, granted, I'm not saying we shouldn't drive cars and we shouldn't have medicine, but just the way it's set up. The, the I would business. argue the food industry. I was going to think okay, the food Let's industry. add the food industry in there, okay? Um, those three industries then. If we could write those industries, it would make a huge difference in the way, in the quality of life for all of us. And the military industry. Okay, let's just, just give me <laughs> one second here to get to the point. My point is 99% of the people out there don't even know that they're in a war against these companies. You know what I mean? They think that they're on the same team. If a company does corporate philanthropy, you mean? No, just in general. Like, You think most people are like down with corporations? Yeah, I think in the end, most people just don't even like give it a second thought. You know what I mean? They drive their cars and they do their shit and they buy their stuff from the cheapest and they need gas and they need it to be cheap. And they're that's apathetic. Just, I just don't even think they, I don't think it's even about apathy. I think it's about just, they don't know. And maybe if more people, if you could bring the war to more people's doorstep, like not not a physical war, but this idea that we should be fighting against. Yeah, but some it's also choices. The problem is when these, when these industries have their fucking foot on your neck, they make it very difficult for you to have any other choices. Mm-hmm. So, like, when gas is the cheapest at, you know, wherever, you're going to go there as opposed to, like, now there are no mom-and-pop yep. gas shops, so that's not that's a bad example. But, like, Amazon, for example, you know, like, when when you have a family of five and you're living off the fucking, off nothing because you work for Amazon and they pay you nothing, yep. you know, I don't know. Well, you can't go here, down with here's that, throw a good, Amazon down, get thrown out your job. Here's a good example, Maddie. On I don't even know what episode it was this week. It might have been the last one. But Joe says... Yeah, I mean, what about Jeff Soros? He's a pretty good guy. Like, he hasn't done anything wrong. You, you know what? Totally serious. But can you like, say no, what Soros Jeff, has done wrong? I was going to say, what proof do you have that Jeff not, Soros? Not George Soros. Not, George Soros, not, yeah. Soros, Jeff is not, his brother. Not oh, Soros. oh, Bezos. Be- Bezos. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that was gr- Okay, that one. When Bezos, he said that, I was, and I was like, it was this episode. Hold on. Wait a second. This guy is so fucking evil. Listen to that podcast. You will see he has corrupted all of America. Like, Well, that was the weird thing is I was like, this is where Joe has really lost touch. This is where Joe proves that he's got $100 million. Where he's like, 
What's Jeff Bezos done? What, just because he's a good businessman? It's like, well, okay. Joe, you need to fucking reel that back in a little bit. I think it's all because he's given up on the conspiracy theories. And if he tapped himself a little more in, I'm not saying he Why, has he to be me. I'm not. I'm not tapped into conspiracy theories. I, Again, I was the one that said, Simon, you have to listen to this. It's fucked. I, I don't but know. There's got to be a, if you How can't he, beat him, join him. I mean, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Anyways, that that's like my point. Like Joe, Joe, a guy who we know has a good conscience, all of that stuff, doesn't even know he's supposed to be fighting against Bezos, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, but, we should all be fighting against Bezos. But someone could put a case together of Lex the bad Luther. things that Bezos does and the good things he does, right? No, I don't think you could. Did you listen to that podcast? Which one? The front line, the one I've told you to listen to about 60 times. About Amazon. Yeah. And I especially would have thought as an ex-Amazon employee. Did you listen you to it? No. Please I, listen to okay. it. Well, what, oh, no, I did. Amazon's evil, but you could say they're uh, creating jobs. They're, uh, hold on, hold but on, they're on. not really. They're building androids to eliminate those jobs. And I'm sick of this argument that just because someone creates a couple thousand jobs that they're that all of a sudden, it's like, it's the argument that like, well, you created a couple thousand jobs. Well, he he also rapes and kills. Like, well, yeah, but I mean, a couple thousand jobs. See what that does for the economy? Like, I, I just- Well, hopefully if he raped and killed, it'd be worse. But it's more like um, he also provides mass convenience for a large population. This guy raped and killed the world. Isn't That's it, what he did. He's doing it right now. Yeah. He's in the process of it. Well, I think uh, in the past we've suggested, though, someone like Jeff Bezos or Amazon, since it's- Weird, because this one was talking about corporations uh, primarily. You can't just pick out one person, but um, maybe they will be contributing towards UBI. I, I doubt to, it. To keep they won't their own even customers. Pay, they won't even pay their fucking taxes, man. They find ways to get around that. So that that's money that should go back to the people to fix the roads that they fucked up when their trucks came in to deliver their goddamn fucking lettuce. Do you think Joe's aware that Amazon doesn't pay taxes and dodges stuff? Of course he is. I've heard him talk about it. And he just sat there and said to her, what's wrong with Jeff Bezos? Uh, he, how easily we forget. Or was he just trying to goad her? I do not. Saying something. I do not believe so. I mean, I could re-listen, and he—it's possibly could have been somewhat tongue-in-cheek, sarcastic. I—I I don't know. It sounded like he was dead serious. I mean, listen. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. Um, well, we know that Russia sways um, elections. Elections through making fake pages and all of that kind of stuff, you know? Can I just say one thing about that? Yep. It's always the same story. What do you mean? He brought it, it's a Muslim group, and uh, it's, it's always that one that's, protest. That's Joe's story, but if you've done any there's research multiple. on this, there's a million stories. I'd like him to yeah, you know throw them the, around. You know what the weird thing is? Is They always have this talk as if the U.S. hasn't been doing that actively for the last hundred fucking years well, this, all this over the world. This was going to be my point. Not only that, Maddie, but if the government is doing that, do you not think corporations are doing that against us? Of well, that, course they it's, are. It's on TVs. It's commercials. Of course they are. Like Swaying news organizations. The whole system is corrupt from top down on Every level of every business. But we can't destroy it to build a new one. No, we have to fix it. I don't know if that's possible. And you fix it through first, through awareness. Defunding the police. No, no, no. Through awareness. And then eliminating racism. And then we figure it out from there. 
I just think people are too caught up in life to stop and want to change everything for the most part, especially people with money. Um, yes, I mean... Like yeah. If you stand there on the side of the road screaming at people to stop buying Amazon, they're going to tune you out before they tune out Amazon. Well, the worst part is someone like me, like I hate Amazon and I still... There's, there's certain things where just monetarily, I'm like, I have no choice. There it especially is. right now during COVID, like... There was a bunch of this stuff I wanted to buy local for the podcast. I was like, there are local places where I can buy this. It'll cost me maybe 50, 120, whatever, whatever amount more I was willing to pay for to keep these local businesses. But like during COVID, it just could not happen. Other than this, I bought this from a local company, but like all this other shit I had to. Yeah, this, this pandemic has been super convenient for Amazon to grab you by the taint. And grocery like, stores. Me, me specifically. Grab anybody by the nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I'm not saying that that uh, Bezos caused it. You know what I mean? But they were well set up for something like this to happen. And if you don't think that's the case, then uh, pull your head out of the sand. Well, but hold on. I mean, you could argue that their business, you know, to say they were well set up for this to happen... They were a business that was set up for convenience. So, yeah, almost like a business that was set up to thrive in times of uh, uncertainty and all sorts of other shit, man. We can't live without them. That, that's what we're at right hey, now. Hey, listen, IBG, YBG. That's all you need to know. I mean, Kamar I'll brought be up, gone. You'll be gone. Kamar brought up a good point, though, is like the Wall Street. You know, if none of us have money, Jeff Bezos, his well runs dry as well. But I mean, he'll have made all of our money. It's so all. It it's, he doesn't need any more money, which is the crazy part. Why he just keeps conquering and conquering because he doesn't need more money. No, but that's my point is it's a weird it's it's a weird position to take when you suck every well dry and then you're just standing there at the top. Like, I don't. I guess it's because I'm dumb and I don't understand. What's wrong with you guys? You're not good at business? (laughs) Well, he's either going to a different planet to start all over again, or if he's smart and he listens to me, he just focuses on the micro shrink and then he doesn't have to go anywhere. Or he gets rid of half the population. Right. Then gives them money and then he can start business up again. Yeah, totally. But the quote you said was everything. That is a microcosm of all the problems in the world, I think, is IBGYBG. She said it, man. And I think that's the problem with my attitude. Yeah, because you just don't give a fuck because you're going to be gone when you drive your motorcycle off the top of the building. We, so, so, it's, it's, if anything, I found this uh, podcast depressing. And, yeah, well, I don't know about that. I have one um, generation that I have to worry about, and then after that, it's IBGYBG. Till they have a generation. Well, but then that's their IBGYG. Yeah, but that's not how that works. We'll see when um, you jump off that bridge. We'll see. Um, and then the radium stuff with was very interesting in this. It's insane, wasn't it? Yeah. Just again, how they tried to make something, they knew it was bad, and they still went forward to give it to the public and didn't protect anybody. Like, this I mean, it's is a good it, argument, man. though. IBG, a, YBG. This is one of those arguments where when you talk to a libertarian, you got to kind of point these things out. Like, this is, you know, because they talk about less government all the time, and Joe talks about, like, well, we need some regulations, because, like, and Joe brings up construction. Like, well, if you just let the construction shit run wild, all the buildings will crumble. And, like, yeah, they will. And this is the same thing. Like, imagine if we left pharmaceutical companies unchecked, 
Oh, my God. Like, we talk about the FDA right now. We're like, how could it take so long for drugs to get approved and this and that? But there's, there's, then you think about, like, wait a minute. If we just let these guys run wild, it would the, be the fucking the wild prob- west out there. Yes, you are absolutely correct. The problem is that the people who, like the FDA, who are making the government so, oversight is bought. And, well, yeah. All right, yeah it, fine. But I'm saying at least it's supposed to be there. In principle, it's a great idea. Right. If not. You just need money not to corrupt it. It would look like... Uh, I mean, it would be chaos out there. Another problem is she did not look at social media companies. Yeah, but who knows? She she could be like a Matt Taibbi type, where it's it's taken her twenty years to write this book. And oh no, again, I'm not attacking this woman at all. I'm just saying they are obviously are like, uh, or social media, as we've discovered, are like cigarettes or radium or anything else. Like, what makes social media companies? Corporations different from all other corporations who are doing damaging stuff to us. Well, they're denying maybe it it's just that look, everything she's talking about is 20, 30 years removed. So on her next book, she'll bring. Yeah, I don't think media. I don't think she admitted it. I just said it was a point. Like he brought it up. It's like, well, do you think they're doing? Like, I but did not look at that. Just back to the radium. For hold a on, second. hold on, Simon. I got a good one for you. Just because I will forget it. I was thinking about Mark Zuckerberg. And all the memes, because Joe was like, I don't like how he drinks water. That was uh, so funny. But I was thinking about all the memes and like like the his eyes and, you know, how David Icke's like, this guy's definitely a lizard person. So I was thinking about it. And I was like, okay, so if you were an alien, like I thought about just us going to a different planet. If we had the technology and we had all, whatever. So you get there and you can't really amalgamate because you just got there and you don't know a lot about them. So maybe you spent, let's even say you have 100 years of, of observing and then you create a Zuckerberg type. It'd be tough to create a business for a different species. You know what I mean? Like, a, like it'd be tougher for me to create a dog business. Okay. Like a business that other dogs would be like, this is my shit. I'm going to spend my money here. So what would you do? You would just steal a dog idea, right? Yeah. Which is exactly what, what Mark Facebook Zuckerberg did. Yeah. Exactly. So I just thought about it. I was like, there's a chance maybe. Because then what would you do? You would just try to control... All the people through. Matt, you have fucking come to the oh, dark suck side. suck my dick, Simon. Thank you. It only took you, what episode are we on? 90? I believe so. Um, no, I think this is 89. So just a couple of examples of how they were trying to push this radium. So they had uranium, 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 toothpaste, uranium Viagra suppository. I think it's radium. Yeah, uranium is actually like a... It's it's radium. Uranium is a that's like actual. You're saying radium, right? No, I'm pretty sure that. Anyways, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I think she was saying uranium. Okay. Maybe radium and uranium are derivatives of each other. I think or whatever. they're both. Um... Anyways, you look that up while I get this out. So whatever it was, toothpaste. Viagra suppository, so it wasn't Viagra, but it was supposed to keep you hard, and you would shove the radioactive shit, radioactive we'll just call, call it that, up your ass, okay? And get colon cancer. You got something, Matty? No, I was looking oh, at something else, don't worry. Well, I'm, I'm worrying, because I want to know what to... Uh, Either way, whatever, you're putting fucking... All trying to make it viable, you know what I mean? Like it's And denying the um, health effects. Health effects. But uh, she did make a really interesting point that made me think was, you know, when you're selling snake oil, you want to focus on maladies that 
people are ashamed to talk about. So if you take something like... Um, Erectile, uh, erectile dysfunction. Nobody's ever going to admit to that, so they would never say that you're a phony. And that same principle applies right now. When you go out and you look at some of the ways they sell things, you know, that's exactly right. Like, look at some of those late-night commercials where they list off the, the 1,700 side effects that you get because you're trying to not shit in public, you know? Radium comes from uranium. There you go. Because you're doing oh, radium on the watches. So that's what she was saying. I guess when they were selling it, it was uranium toothpaste. Ura you know what I'm saying? That was the, the trade name they were the using. Sizzle to the steak. Yeah. Well, that's I don't know if it was right. this one or the next one, but they were talking about um, how you just need the smallest piece of doubt. And and that's kind of where we're at now. Like, we don't we don't believe anything anymore. No one believes it anything. It was this one. It was this one. Yeah, and she We're was smoking or whatever at the end of the day. We don't. It. You just need to. You don't need. You don't need. You don't need a hundred experts out there with with. That's it. You you don't. You just need one Yahoo out there yelling the right stuff. Yeah. To just plant a seed of doubt and just enough to make all of us then sit around here and or at any other table and fight it out. And, and that's why a project Bluebeam will never work because even if aliens landed on the White House lawn. Half the population would say, I don't fucking believe this bullshit, you know? Or they don't care. Anyways. They well, still, I mean, they comedians. still make uh, lead. I think they still have oil paint, which might have lead in it. Well, they there was a huge uh, toy thing uh, 10, 15 years ago with red paint. In Any red paint that was coming from China was toxic to kids, man. So they would be, you know, playing with Thomas the Tank Engine with it in its mouth, just fucking getting... Um, uh, what did she call it? Fucking. Um, but I mean, that's another good example. Radium jaw. That's you know another, what I mean? That's another good example of like, well, we used to make things here and we regulated them. Oh, but then it became too expensive. So we just started making them everything in China where nothing's regulated and they just steal our intellectual property and everything's all fine and good. <laughs> What's interesting though is oil paint is superior. Lead paint, you mean? Yeah. Well, oil has lead. What it is is when it evaporating. That's when it, or if you eat it. But when you're willing to make that kind of devious sacrifice on your own children, like just to make the toy train cheaper, you're willing to hurt your own kids. Like this is the problem with society, you know, all so that you're paying $4 instead of $10. Yeah, this podcast was a huge downer. What I got to say too, I just dawned on me is that one guy created those two fucking evil things. What was it? I remember she was like, there was one guy that created the radium something, and then he also coincidentally created some other like... Or was it leaded, leaded gas? That was it. Yeah, yeah. He put lead in gas, and then he also did something else. But I was thinking to myself, I was like, that guy also was just like a salaried employee. Probably making a good salary, mind you, but you know what I mean? He wasn't... He wasn't the CEO making like $40 million a year. He was like, like we always talk about the guy that probably invented chicken nuggets was just some guy on the line. I mean, he might be CEO now. Who knows? Chicken nuggets. Why is that your example? Chicken nuggets. It's from the wire. Oh, remember the wire? He's like, man, the man that created these chicken nuggets must be a millionaire. And then he was like, fuck that. He's like, the guy that created chicken nuggets is in the basement. Still doing nothing. Gotcha. Do not remember that. I'll have to watch that episode again. I'm sure you've never watched it. I've watched The Wire. It's season one. That's the one season I haven't watched. So what a, I started what watching, a coincidence. I started watching The Wire when it went in the schools. That's season four. Is it? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I thought it was season three. Unbelievable. That's so weird. Okay. Well, that's all I had for Barbara Freeze. Okay. That's fine. Do you want to rate good. it? That was a great episode, though. Now that I'm over the hunter a little, I can see the true virtue of that episode. This was a fucking yeah. great episode. Yeah, it, was it was an really eye-opener. Might not have been the upper that you wanted. Like and I, I didn't hate her. Usually, I don't know. I find that a lot of like the lady authors Joe has on usually rub me the wrong way. They come off as like um, great. they're too good for Joe, you know? Like he's a she stupid super comedian. Pleasant. But she was great. Yeah, I liked her. I liked her. I thought it was a good discussion. Great yeah. rapport. Yeah. I give it a four and a half. We did a good job. Good review. I give it a three and a half. I will give it a f- three, seven, five. I feel like she might have been a victim. Like you said, it's taking too long to write the book. And so much is, seems obvious now when she's talking about it. I think that's unfair to authors, though, Consi- considering how long it would take. I can't imagine how long it would take to write a book, let alone get it edited, then published. Like, the world moves so fast now. Well, I mean, and maybe you have to take that into account, in all fairness to Kamara. Like, if you're writing a book about... Um, but think about it. Let's say you were writing an Epstein book. And you had just literally given your thing to the editor, and then Ghislaine gets fucking... Well, this is what I mean. So you, at that point, you have to say, give it back. I got to make my adjustments. I know, this but hear sucks. me out. So let's say you make the adjustments, you give it back in, and then boom, Clinton gets... Clinton dies, and they find piles. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it just never you gotta ends. Get it out yeah, at yeah. You got to get it out at some point. Or else you become that other guy that we know the, that was on a couple years. weeks ago, 20 years deep, and you're like, I, I just have to put yeah. this thing out. Meanwhile, like, if we had known, because that's an interesting point. Yeah, if that we had known that stuff. holds on to that for exactly. 20 years, putting it together. If he had told us after 10 years. Some of it. Maybe we throw the CIA, maybe we depose the CIA and but he we're in a totally different but situation. But 10 years in, he didn't have enough of the picture to give us, you know what right. I mean? So, and he wanted to make sure that his book would sell when it came out. Maybe if there was no money involved, it would on, just though. be free information and it would have gotten out a lot sooner. A buddy of mine read it. And he was like, this guy does not fuck around with, um, what was the word he used? It was a perfect word. Not nuance, but he was like, this guy, he doesn't, he didn't want to leave any, like, this may be in the book. He, he, he only wanted to speculate. He only wanted to put things in the book that he had definitive fucking evidence for that he had, that, that was like backed up. And you know what I mean? So I do, I give the guy credit for that. Maybe down the road, there'll be like a vlog component that, um, c- couples in with the book. If you really find it interesting, the author can put out updates and stuff like that. I mean, I supplemental. think the, the truth is, is this is why podcasts are probably the new, like, you know, instead of writing a book, you could sit down and just do an hour of this and then up every month, do another hour and another hour. And it's a continuing, then you have a continuing Jeffrey Epstein saga as opposed to mm-hmm. an unfinished. Cause I mean, again, there's a lot of people that write books and then 10 years later, it doesn't age well and people shit on them. And they're like, I was using what we knew. Like, no, no. Now that I'm rethinking that, it wasn't my position. It was Kamar's position, but, um, that's totally unfair. You, you write the book about what you know at the time. And I mean, you're, again, you're also trying to make a living, appreciate it for what it was or you don't, but these are also people trying to make money. I think that's the, the, you know, we have to give them that too. The They're trying to live. Right. My, so you got to put the book out. You have to live. My only problem is does sitting on that book for 20 years as you put it all together, like could it have been 10 and it wouldn't have been quite as impactful, but it would have started the ball rolling a long time ago on knowing that we've been lied to, you know? I mean, I think we've proven though that like nothing gets done anyway. Did you guys, did either of you watch the torture report on Amazon Prime? Oof. 
It is a tough watch. I would not suggest watching it. Well, I don't usually watch things that have titles like The Torture Report. Well, this is like the unfortunate. The worst part, too, is it starts, and it, the first thing I see is like a Vice. I was like, this is a Vice movie? I was like, ugh, gross. Well, just like I was saying, I am uh, apprehensive. She didn't get the research, no fault of her own, about what bad things uh, social media companies are up to. That maybe on their next book we'll find out about. Pidoke. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're going to take a break. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll pay some bills pay and some uh, stuff. we'll be right back. Thank you so much. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try AlphaBrain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. All right, 1501, John Lindsay, who is the partner in that uh, book with... Peter Bogosian and a lady from Britain. What, like, what kind of assholes are we? Were we remember, we remember his name, which is not an easy name. We remember his name every time, and we can't even. We don't even attempt. Well, she wasn't on. I think That's I gave true, her, I guess, her yeah. just do as a woman from Britain. Wow. No, I'm just joking, Matty. Don't cancel me. No, not into that game. Wah, wah, wah. Great subway. Thanks. I feel this picked up where uh, Eric Greenstein. Well, I fucked that name up. Weinstein. Weinstein. Left off Weinstein. Yeah, like Ben Stein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the my only um, negative about this guy will be that, and he even said it himself when he was describing that Black Panther idea he had. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm very... Um, like aware when something like this is going on. I'm acute to it, not acute. I'm um, sensitive to it, very sensitive to it. He can see it. And I'm just wondering if he's like too sensitive to it and he's begun to see it everywhere, maybe places where it's not, a la that Black Panther movie being a um, allegory for MLK versus um, Malcolm X. Malcolm X, exactly. And not maybe just a fun Marvel movie. You know what I'm saying? And and look, I'm a conspiracy guy. Like, for sure, it could be. I'm just, is he too sensitive to it? 
I don't think that's ridiculous. I think, though, the whole thing started off with the insanity of the woman who was talking about she was in a situation. She felt racist, so she then deducted everyone's racist. Well, let me tell you the most interesting thing about this. I bought that book two weeks ago on Audible, and I've st- I'm like halfway through it, White Fragility. I start it, and there's a foreword read by this dude or it's written by this dude that I fucking despise, Eric Dyson. Eric, he's like a, a black college professor. Anyway, I hate this fucking guy. So right away, I had a sour taste in my mouth. And I was halfway through the book, and I'm like, I'm like I don't know if I buy this bitch. And then they bring it up that it's been like debunked, well, not debunked, but like they shit all over it. And I was like, yeah, I'm starting to feel that way. That's a good feeling. When you read something or you listen to something, however you want to consume it, and you're like, I don't know about this, and then... Well, that's the thing, is because it's titled White Fragility, Why It's Hard to Talk to White People About Race, there's a part of you that's like, okay, maybe it's just that this is like a tough listen for me. It's supposed to, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be like a an exercise in whatever. But like the whole time, I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. But it's the, it's because it's based off that woman's insanity. I get it, that yeah. I think this way, everyone thinks this way. Yeah. Like, that's not how people are. Yeah, and I mean, listen, they also should... There's a few examples she gives where I, where I will give her some credit where I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I guess. But again, it's most of it is just super anecdotal, which, you know, doesn't really hold up in court. If you do something to help a black person, you're racist because you're white. Well, I just love the example he gave of, of, like, you're a shop owner and a white person and a black person come in. And if you go to help the white person first... You're a racist because you didn't want to help the black person. And if you help the black person first, you're a racist because you wanted to get them out of the store faster. So it's, you know. It's a who's on first situation that will, like, you can make anything into that. If you take that lens and dissect any situation, you can bring it to insane conclusions. You know what I mean? Like, we can't operate like that. And so that's where I come with the question that I proposed yesterday was what does this perfect utopia world look like? And I don't, I don't, I think we're in it. Like, this is as good as it gets. No, I totally disagree. That's such a weird thing to say. Like, we know that these oil companies and the pharmaceutical companies and the, the food companies, and they're doing really terrible things. There are ways to adjust that. That would make it better. Like, but Simon, it's literally, there's, there's an actual line and a scene from the Matrix and I know, again, it's a movie, but we have this thing called the Matrix moments, and we talk about it all the time. In the Matrix, they're like, he says, I think it's the architect, is like, we tried creating the perfect utopia for humans, and it just, the, the, the system kept crashing. Yeah. And the argument was that everyone has such a varying degree of what we regard as utopia yeah. that I'm kind of with Kamar that, unfortunately, maybe, I thought about it like this, Simon, like, maybe the maybe the amount of freedoms the U.S. has is actually going to end up being its undoing. You know what I mean? Like maybe being, maybe everyone being so free to think and voice their opinions the way they do, maybe that's actually, and it, it looks like it kind of is their unraveling because you see how no one believes anything now. Science, you know, science is out the window. Math is out the window. No one believes anything. Yeah. You see, Kamar's alluding to like, What's happening right now? Is this going to fix it? And I'm not arguing for that, but just saying this is as good as it gets, that's crazy, man. This is not as good as it gets. But I think you're um, swayed by media. 
You also I'm a, swayed by media. Simon, you're obviously. also though. Hold on, like Steven Pinker says, this is actually as good as it's ever been. So, and I hold on, maybe maybe all the shit that's going on right now, like you know, it doesn't look great. But maybe maybe it's one of those things where we look back ten years from now and we go, oh, that was actually the catalyst for all this good change. Who okay, knows? Yeah. Okay, but let's just back up a second. Okay? Sure. Right now, right now, great. Oh. I'm not denying that it is an amazing time to be alive, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with what Steven Pinker says. I think it's a great time to be alive. But you're telling me that if tomorrow we could somehow figure out a way to get rid of um, gas cars and we just switch to electric cars and somehow that was possible, that that wouldn't make it better? It would. Man. I was just talking about racism. It would make though. it better than today. Just what? Well, that's what he was. He wasn't talking about uh, corporations and pollution. No, okay, but, the, but Simon, but sorry, this all started because of a conversation we were having outside. Yeah, we weren't talking about racism. I was talking about racism. But oh, even then, wow. Simon, we're we had this discussion a few weeks ago. Let's things. say we switch tomorrow to all electric cars. Where do all? How do we power all those electric cars? Yeah, again, Matt, I wasn't... I know, you're saying in a perfect world, but... I'm just giving you an example of how switching something... I'm not talking about the logistics. I don't know the answer, but it would make things better. So Kamar saying this is as good as it's going to get, I just disagree with that. more what Kamar was saying was you can imagine shrinking people for... You can imagine that. Yeah. But you can't imagine what it looks like with a, a better racial equality. And by that um, logic, I just think it's unattainable. But what? Whoa! What? What? I don't. I don't understand what you just said there. At we all. can't imagine what it would be like. Therefore, we cannot do it. We can't imagine what it would be like to have less racism. The, well, or, or is it the eradication of racism, or do you just want like what are we shooting for? No, I don't think you're going to eradicate racism. Me neither. But. I think for, eventually we might. For a start, like, look, if we're talking about this being caused by system, systemic issues that are built into the system, then we have to go in and adjust those things. You can't just say, oh, well, that's the way it is. This is as good as it gets. Go fuck yourself. But like, he's saying, these people are saying the only way we can do this is destroy everything. Kamar, I'm not, you asked me, what does that look like? Yeah. I'm giving you an example of what it looks like. and It has nothing to do with what this guy is saying. What does it look like? I'm sorry. Well, okay. If we can all agree that um, one of the reasons this racism happens in the first place is because um, there are too many really poor communities where they're not getting proper education and bl- whatever the case. So we go in and we start by fixing that. Like, look, they have a huge problem in um, in Chicago, right? With violence and whatever the hell is going on. Then you focus on solving that problem. That would be a way to make things better. Okay. I just don't see it. But I don't understand. I, I, like, I think the world is very harmonious now and good. Despite what you see on the news and people freaking out and protesting. Okay, but forget the protesting. I mean, but hold on, LA, Kamar, is your argument that it couldn't get any better? I, I, I'm just curious. I can't imagine how it gets. Has better, a huge homeless like. has a huge homeless problem. Just removing that problem that would make it better. It would 
put people who are on the streets, hopefully, into homes. But the homeless would, problem isn't a racial problem. There's white and black people, okay. uh, all yeah. races in yeah. there. Sorry, I, again, I was just giving you an example of a way to fix something else. Look, here's the thing. Here's how we have to look at this. There's, I, there's obviously a shitload of homeless people around the world. So what we need to do is figure out a way to create enough jobs where we can give... And again, this sucks, but let's start by giving the homeless people the shittiest Don't jobs that no one wants. homeless people. He's only talking about racism. Well, I'm talking about homeless people now. Uh, yeah, I know, but that... Okay, fine. Let's get back to racism then. What do well, you no, wanna... no, no. I'm just saying like he's... That's going to be his answer to you. Is okay, that... well, let's talk about racism. N- no. Then. But Kamar, let me ask you this. this podcast was yeah, yeah. Kamar, hold on. This can podcast I... didn't mention the environment at once. Kamar, can I ask you a question though? You, you said... You said you don't see it getting any better, right? I, I don't see how it gets okay, better, fair, what that looks like. Fair enough. Fine, that's fine. But does that mean we don't try or does that mean that, uh, like, I, I might be with you where I maybe I, let's say I don't see it either, but does that mean that, like, if other people see it getting better and they know how, should they not try or what's but your argument But they were here? saying we have to destroy society as we know it to, who is, to get better. Who is they? The scholars he was referring to in this podcast that we all are reviewing. Yeah, the Marxist scholars. That's what he's talking about. Like it's the fundamental for the learning where the people are saying science is racist. All these things are racist. Okay, sorry. I don't want to fight against them. I don't want there to be racism either. But. I'm getting stuck because um, every example that this guy gave throughout the whole podcast was highlighting um, how crazy the left gets, right? Yeah. Like, I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cancer culture. But that doesn't take away from there being possible change. No, it doesn't. No, but I think Kamar's point... Okay, go ahead, Kamar. I'd like to hear you th- say what you think my point is. No, no, I'd rather you just I mean, make your I don't point. think you have a point. This week, you mentioned last week, um, FedEx has said they want the Redskins to change. Yeah. That's, that's positive. Hap- that's happening. That's happening. Terrific. And so that gets rid of racism. One step at a time. But I just don't... All the teams will be better. Like the Ed- Ed- Edmonton Eskimos in our own hometown, they have to deal with something. That's not our hometown. I think we're thought experimenting out what it looks like a less racist world. Well, hold on. So, but that's a perfect example. Like, there's something we've talked about where I don't know where you landed on it, but I'm pretty sure Maddie and I said, look, they could definitely change this. Oh, not could. They should have done it. They should have. So so now that's going to happen. We're going to move forward in a world where if you have a baby tomorrow, he doesn't grow up with that. But that doesn't mean First Nations people are no longer oppressed. Of course not, but like everything no, but it, helps. It, it helps young. Agree, it agree. helps young First Nations people growing up to not see them characterized as a fucking mascot. Or I, I'm, you know, Cleveland I'm Indians w- as well. I'm with Simon that you know. Listen, they might be small. They might seem like small, ridiculous steps, but I think every little bit helps. But there is some sort of fine line because you guys think they should be tearing down all these statues. No. Well, hold on. I think they should have. Um, a proper discussion about it. You can't just go tearing things down. But if they are statues that are like people who are being um, praised with, like statues of removed. Christopher Columbus, you know what I mean? Tear those things down, man. Well, again, like, Confederate generals, but too. in an orderly fashion. After you've had the proper discussion, just like you would about anything else. Like, but hold on. But the problem is this: the proper discussion. See, here's here's where here's where we lose it. Is Having the proper discussion in a place like Alabama about removing a Confederate statue is tough to have because half the people in the room 
want the statue there. So it's it's kind of ridiculous to be like, well, we need to have an orderly fashion discussion. Like, if half the people in the room want the racist statue up, then you're at a real fucking crossroads for what, how you should deal with this because... I still don't think you can just go and tear the statue down. That would be the equivalent of somebody on it. the other side going and tearing down your Black Lives Matter flag or whatever it is. Do you know what? I, like, you can't do that. That Those are the rights we have. Like, Fine, but I guess the problem, Simon, is like... I don't know. It's just a weird... Listen, we're... Okay, I know you don't want to like you don't want to be white. That's fine, but for all intents and purposes, the world looks at you as white. When someone sees you on the street, they're not like that's a Jew, and if they do, they're probably not a great person. But for all intents and purposes, the world looks at you as a white man. So okay. you just have to deal with that. Whatever. Fuck. Now I lost my train of thought again. What were we just talking about? Racism. Christopher oh, getting rid of getting rid of it. Statues, yeah, it's gone. It's um, fine. The weeds got him. But it just the, the the tearing down the statues looks like when the the Chinese Revolution, when they were tearing down statues and stuff like that. And the point being is, I think a lot of good people think the protests are to end racism and to get rid of Trump. Say, mm-hmm. it's that simple. But a lot of the ra- the protesters, or whatever, want to destroy society as we know it. Sure, yes. and they are complete That's enemies. That's what Antifa us. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those people are no good to anything. They're not good. They're not helping the um, Black Lives Matter movement. They're not helping anybody. They may like, not even be helping themselves. We are all in agreement about that. Like, totally. Yeah. So it's uh, not so easy to support the protesters or the protest. Because what are we? Are we trying to get rid of racism? I, I think Just, we all agreed on defunding the police was in some sort of form or fashion was a step in the right direction. Legalizing drugs would be a step in the right direction. I guess I would say uh, I don't think defunding the police is a step in the right. Again, stop, 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 stop. Listen, we all had different definitions of what defunding the police was. My definition was not abolish the police. I didn't say that. What I said was reallocate the definitely stop. Stop giving them more money every year. That needs to stop. The only way we could give them more money every year is if they said we've implemented a specific training plan that you, the public, have agreed is the way. This is my question, though. That I, I wanted to bring this up because um, don't we have police college here? Like, do, doesn't Algonquin have police foundations? Or that's something? it. Yeah, but don't you have to like? Isn't that something that you have to go through at Algonquin? Yeah, that's at least some. Listen, I'm we not know the wherewithal what they learn. Hold on, I'm uh, before we get all into it. I don't know what they learn. I'm just saying, is there not a a college program here that you have to take? I believe there is. I should know more. Okay, I don't know either. Yeah, you were in the military. Can we? Um... Can we just leave this? There's so much more to talk about in this episode. That, sure, uh, go yeah. ahead. Um, it was in this episode, by the way, the Jeff Bezos. Okay. It was with him. Oh, it was? Not with, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the thing that brought them into the media spotlight was the dog humping... Yeah, the dog part. ...study, yeah, the which dog was rape. rape versus consent of... Uh, male dogs in the dog park never in the rain they were never in the heavy rain specific heavy to rain mention that so it was six hours a day like if the person was actually doing this well, said a thousand hours yeah so it would have been six hours a day for a year mm-hmm. um and then they had so many like sub hilarious sub uh parts of this thing like um 
if a man went in with a male dog, how likely was he to stop that male dog from humping another male dog via humping a female dog? Yeah. Versus was, humping Well, that appeals to the person reading it who's like, ah, yes. The patriarchy. so funny, man. But yeah, that one actually won an award, right? Yeah. Yeah. From a feminist group. And that's like when you can't even see the, the own, the joke that's clearly against you and you are validating it. But not only that, but um, fuck, I cannot formulate. I think it demonstrates just confirmation bias. Well, it's because it's what they want to hear. Exactly. Well, of course. But when you're so fucking stuck in your ways that you can't even see that the guy's making fun of you like you're a real twerp, you know? And we have to push back against these people forcing anything down our throats. Well, what's weird was the argument that he was, when he was talking about, like, they want to tear down math because it just keeps the power structure in place. Like, I was thinking about it and I was like, how is it possible that if I say to you, two plus two is four, that that's me trying to keep my power as a white person against you. Like if I have two things there and you have two things there, there's no fucking way that you could argue that racism or that the power structure has made it anything other than four. Like what the fuck are we doing here? Because the man who invented the idea of adding up two items was a white male. Uh, And we have a friend that would argue this crazy. We have a friend that would totally argue this hard. Oh, come on, jump in. It is fucking crazy. Like you guys are both racist for even questioning. Well, we know Um, I'm a racist. It doesn't matter. Yet to be canceled. <laughs> but uh, he made a really good point, and I know we've all talked about this before, but getting people so scared that they censor themselves. Yeah. Like, we are in a, we are in a time where, and I think they might have even said this in this episode, where we, <laughs> to get an ability to share pictures with friends, we gave up all of our personal information in order to be able to um, have somebody tell us we're going in the right direction. We give up our location all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like we did this willingly and we are so scared now by saying the wrong thing on these platforms that we're willing to censor ourselves. Like that really is the greatest trick the devil ever played, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. Use your suspects reference. <laughs> Sorry? That's a usual suspects reference. Mm-hmm. Kaiser Sose. Thanks. That was for the informed. Kaiser Sose. But but for real, it real that really is like a real mind fuck when you think about it. Uh, and then that just pushes me towards this whole matrix thing even harder, you know? Because it just seems too... What's actually crazy is that there was someone sitting in a room somewhere that was tasked with, like, surveilling the public. And that guy or girl somehow put together, they were like, wouldn't it be easier if we just got them to put it in their house? Like, isn't there a way that we could just get them to carry around... I don't want a GPS no and a bug. Agree to that. No, and that was it. I, I guaranteed everyone in the room was like, "You're crazy." No one will agree to that. And they were like, "No, no, no. We just have to find the right mechanism, the right conduit for getting it through to them." Just gotta fit in the size of your hand. That's it. Like if we could just put, some, yeah, something that, that that they could put in their pocket. And you know, once technology gave them, listen, it's like I was thinking about the other day. 
we have such a high access to technology uh, to information right now. Yet we know it seems like we know less than we've ever known. Like if I were to ask you cut and dry how you f like how you look at a subject, there's a good chance that you would wishy washy go both ways. Like, well, I did read this one article that said this. Well, I do that on every subject, so that I'm, I'm an easy target. No, but I mean, we all are. But I'm saying 20 years ago, if I had asked you something, you probably could have definitively Stick said my ground a little harder. That's it, one way or the other. Well, I mean, I you know, this is something that I learned and that I know to be true, and now. There's just so much gray area about everything. And you can find an expert on each side. I don't know. I think I got from this podcast, and maybe I'm crazy, is that the people who are the forefront of fixing racism are batshit crazy. Well, I think what I got, well, if that's what you got, I don't think that the people that are at the forefront of fixing racism are doing anything to fix the it. The people who that's think what they are. Saying. Yeah. There were too many... Um, terms that this guy used and then you're just like the fact that these even exist like I, i'm not reprimanding him for it i'm saying man spreading like that's a thing you know about that no fuck no like that's no when, way that's when we sit with our ladies too wide when did you find out about this just you found out about this, just in this, this week. episode yeah you didn't know about this no i have never no, heard that no, before no. in my life guy, i mean a guy in new york got arrested I, for it i, I sit like thing. this so i'm okay but i'd like the right to sit you do mansplaining if I though. want, all the time, but I'm explaining to you guys. So is that mansplaining? Isn't it, it is. to a girl? Well, that's the funniest when no, he said that. When he, when he was said that, I was like, "Yeah, everyone gets mansplained to." It has nothing to do with gender. If though, you like, don't know something, I'm gonna mansplain yeah. it to you. That's like saying everyone's racist. Well, everyone is racist, and, and we're back to where I started. I think uh, the the fundamental thing is. So these ideas that are now being taught in universities, Joe's like, do people pay for these courses? Like, of course they do. Is the foundation for cancel culture, and we're against cancel culture. And unfortunately, the only person in politics who's against cancel culture is Donald Trump. He's the only person. Of course. Well, uh, you don't hear Trudeau or anyone, like any Democrat saying we have to end cancel culture. So the only politician. I wish... Um you know what, I'm not going to do this. You know what's interesting is um, when, again, this alt-left, it's not even alt-left, I guess it's like... Um, Run of the mill left, I think. No, 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 but what would you call it? Somebody who says, like, you can't say master bedroom because it's alluding to the slave trade in some way because that's the master's bedroom... And then you find out that that's not even the case. It has nothing to do with But hold that. on, this was... See, this is... This to me was a little bit blurry because like I have a tough time believing that some ad guy in the 1960s didn't have race on his mind when he thought of master bedroom. bedroom. Right, Kamar? Like a, the master's bedroom. Yeah, that was thin veiled, that theory. That's the thing. And that, that to me, when arguments like that actually do a disservice. And we talk about this all the time on the other side. Like to me, that kind of argument does a disservice because I can sit there and put two and two together without it meaning I'm a master race. I can put two and two together and go... I know, but then you're... Okay, I totally see what you're saying. But you're then putting yourself into the head... It, he could be a Don Draper who just had like this amazing commercial about putting a kid under a table. It doesn't have to have anything to do with that, is what but I'm what, saying. But Simon, like... in Just... What I'm saying is, in the 1960s, where racism was still rampant, what... Give me 
maybe one argument that says that it most likely wasn't. I have to go back and listen to this episode. I don't remember what the reason was why it Nobody, is called the, the master's it bedroom. The, it was the time. The, or the, the master bedroom. The time bedroom. between racism and the invention of the master bedroom. He didn't explain why. That's my point. Is What he said was... It was a it, it was a Sears catalog in 1960 is where it originated is that was all he said he didn't give and my point to you Simon was that he doesn't he doesn't really do it again it took he just me, said slavery ended in 1864 or whatever it is and, and because of that timeline it can't be racist and that's it as I was sitting there going listen we all know that just because slavery ended doesn't mean racism ended I, so I understand what you're saying but. Uh, in that same breath, it could have been a guy who had an idea that had nothing to do with... Okay, but Simon, just do me this thought process favor of what do you think the odds are? Just I, just, just do me that favor. Like, what percentage... I need, I need to find out what he is insinuating the... Like, look, if he says it's master bedroom and it's something that's totally plausible, well, then in that case, I'm like, okay, well, then we have something to talk about. If it's if he's saying it's called master bedroom because it's um, a place where people masturbated, which, by the way, is that one too? That's a better connection. Um, no, no, but just, okay, now you're just muddying the waters. Again, I asked you a pretty straightforward question, which you don't seem to want to answer. What... What percentage do no, you... No, I've answered you twice now. I can't give you that answer until I find out the reason he's saying it was called the master Simon, bedroom. I'm not... You don't need a reason. I'm I do. Why? Because if it's a probable reason, if it no, makes you're missing, sense... No, you're missing my point, Simon. You're totally missing my point. I'm asking you right now, knowing what we know, that, the, that in 1960, someone at Sears coined it the master bedroom. Just knowing that alone, what percentage do you give it that it didn't have some sort of racial undertone to it, that it didn't mean the master's bedroom. Again, until I know what they thought it... Kamar, can you give me a number, please? Like, this guy just won't play this thought experiment. Simon, why do you need to know what the guy thinks? If we know what the guy I thinks... I think 30% racist. You, you only give it... master, the, the, the master of the room. Because if it... Let's but just whole, let's just say it was I'm the masturbating bedroom. That makes more sense. And I'm like, sense. holy shit. Well, that's all they did in the bedroom was masturbate. Then I, okay, that's going to sway the oh, fucking percent you want like me to give you. But Simon, you're not even... Like, think about what you're doing. You're, you won't even play this fucking... Uh, this is insane. I'm sitting here asking you without knowing what exactly was going through the guy's head because then we fucking know well, what he was I'm thinking. Well, then I'm going to say 50-50 because I just don't know. So I'll give it... But again, I okay, fine. I gave you 30-70, saying I, I, I don't think it's racist, but it could be. But okay, but you said you then said, Kamar, it means the master's bedroom. Master of who? Master of what? Master of the house, I, I guess, and that's the master of the slaves. I, I completely understand what you're saying. So all I'm saying is, again, you, but then even you just said, well, I only give it 30% chance. But is this what uh, we were talking about uh, with him just looking at seeing too much in stuff? Well, but like, he didn't even see it. Like, are you looking too hard at this? What? That's all I'm asking. No, but, so but, I but I'm know. actually. But this is what I'm saying: is you guys are level-headed people. You can't even. I am not level-headed. Yeah. Okay. I, you're actually a fucking maniac. But fine. You can't sit here and say that in the '60s, someone at Sears most likely coined it "master bedroom." No, we're not even. You can't. I said thirty seventy. That means th fine. Fair enough. Um. I, again, like it comes from. Uh, uh, 
I've always read it. It comes from the Sears catalog. No, no, no. They're just saying the you word master comes from the Latin the table magister, right. meaning chief, right. head, or director. So it's the main room in the house. Like that could make sense. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the, to me, that's way more likely actually than. And and do we even know that it was first coined in the fucking Sears catalog? It could have come on way before that. Well, even then, though, but if it came on way before that, it's way more likely that it was... The timeline was all that was in question. Is it, Just because he said that, that doesn't mean it can't be racist. Simon, all I was saying was this. His comment was racism or slavery ended in 1842. The Sears catalog coined it in the 60s. Therefore, it could not be racist. And all I'm saying is that statement in itself is fucking obscene because those two, those are non sequiturs. He should at least say, I guess it could be. Sure. Well, at least give it at least give it some credence. Oh, wait, it was coined in the 60s at Sears. That could be a weird coincidence. Fine, it could be, but you like... No, I'm saying. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just saying... it. it Listen, I can sit here and say I truly likely believe more than 50% that whoever coined that at Sears was probably saying, the, was probably dropping the N-bomb on the regular. And do you guys think that if they drop the name off Master and it just becomes the bedroom, that'll be a little step in the right direction? <laughs> I mean, Sorry? here's the weird thing to me. Do you honestly think that any black person who's like, buying a home and maybe i'm wrong maybe there's some really sensitive black people there but do you ever think like they're walking through a home with a realtor and the realtor's like this is the master bedroom and then and then they have a moment of like all the the racism that they've ever like i didn't until well, this i'm conversation. 43 years old yeah and up until they said this in this episode it had never occurred to me that master bedroom would have possibly had any reference to slavery but again, or anything like that it is the main bedroom in the house but that's because we're white or that's not what it sure. was about. But again, Simon, it's an easy because we're white. Just at least at least do I can't decide I am, who's being more I racist. I am not here. saying that these things don't happen. I'm just maybe saying in this case. Fine, but just again, what I I just said, I can't imagine. And again, I'm saying this is a white person. I can't imagine a black person being walked through a home, hearing master bedroom, and then being that triggered that they're like, right? Because yeah. I think most people, like me, white or black, don't even put that together. But again, what I'm saying is, because we are white, it's of course we're not going to put it together. Mm -hmm. Do you not see that at least? Like, white? what would be more okay. um, disturbing would be the golf tournament. What do you mean? The Masters. Oh, I mean, they wouldn't even let black people on the fucking course for X amount of years. So they still don't let women well, on the course. Sorry, they still called the masters. And they still called the masters. I, I, oh, I, shit. I, I never I, put that together I'm not, either. I'm not but that makes way more sense. And keep in mind, in Georgia. Oh, no. You see, okay, look, that one, right away, I say, yes, I think that master implies to but here, but again, racism. But, but hear me out, Simon. So again, as a white person, Jew, you had never even thought about it, right? Well, Never even no. So it's kind of the same thing as the bedroom. Just but just do me the thought. Sure, thing. it is totally the same thing. But what I'm telling you, Matt, is take those two examples. Yeah. Okay, I heard about them both yeah. right now for the first time. One of them, I'll say to you categorically, I don't think it has anything to do. And the other, I'll say I categorically do. So I'm, sure, but what I was the, the one before, I was just saying, how can you not at least give it at least come on, give it thirty percent? Like, given that it was in the sixties, fifty percent. I give it more than well, he fine. Did. But I mean, the worst was you used you used uh, Don Draper as he your example, and I in my head I was like, well, that guy was. Like, again, you look at Don Draper, it's like, okay, he wasn't as racist as the rest of them. He kind of like, like he spoke to the black guy in the elevator, but like. To me, it would have been just as likely that the very first black 
guy who worked at uh, Don Draper's firm, which never happened on the show, <laughs> but it could have, just like a woman working there for the first time. Sure, sure. He could have done the master bedroom thing because it's the main fucking bedroom. It comes from a Latin root. Sure. Now, upon this conversation, do you think we have to change the name of the Masters? I think the Masters should be eradicated regardless. The golf tournament. Yeah, because they held out way too long on the black thing, and they held out way too long on the women thing just because Dude, they're women, a bunch of pricks. Women wow. still aren't allowed on the course, I don't wow. think. So fuck those guys, wow. man. I don't give a fuck. And I can't play golf anymore, so I don't care. Burn it all down. Would you, If you could play golf, I don't think it would make a difference, but... Um Tear everything down. Tear it all down. No, I definitely don't think that. But now that I think about the Masters and knowing what I know about um, how they operate, that the, it, I'm like 90-10% that that one is racist. We did say, though, that there is something to looking for stuff in something. Right. And I'm not saying there's no way the Masters is not racist. Right. And I'm saying do the background research like you're a detective. And I don't think you have to go too far on this case to put two and two to make four. Come on. The problem, though, is that you can't then, just because this guy's like, well, we look into everything with that, with that eye, doesn't mean you can't look at some things and go, this obviously has well, some. Well, I'm asking the honest question. Do you think the, ma you think the master should I be changed? And do you think it, like, it, 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 I hate the words I'm using. Do you think it's problematic? Well, I mean, here's the thing. It, we get so, I've said this forever, we get so locked in tradition that doesn't mean anything to us like changing the name of the masters it doesn't mean anything all it is is branding what's the name of the course that's uh, augusta what yeah. is it the so just change it to the augusta championship like you don't need the masters in there that is bullshit tradition i'm with matt like who cares that is who cares that's what if, i'm saying you can okay. still give the green Let's jacket keep going. Let's you keep can going. still uh if uh lord stanley was a racist, probably was. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Should we was. change the Stanley Cup? I guess we should call it the NHL Championship. But no, here's well no, here's the thing. This is the thing is like if Lord Stanley was an open and like outright racist, right. then and and we had like tons of evidence if he that was he was a Ku Klux Klan member. Oh, then yeah, like I but then Kamar honestly but, I No, but Kamar's saying if he was a let's do this thought experiment. If Lord Stanley was an open Ku Klux Klan member that we found out now, like it's a proof done fact. You still think this, the Stanley Cup should be named after him? I would not defend it. But you don't think we should change it? Because here's the thing. I don't know. That's where, that's where this is all. I don't think but Kamar, we should change this is, the Masters. Kamar, this is my thing. Is I look at it like... I think that might, I might be wrong. But there's but here, no proof on the Masters. But just he, hear me out. there was. Kamar, hear of me course, out. Of like, course. a whole different story. Just hear me out. What do we, what do we care? It's, we still know what the Cup means. It still gets given out every year. So changing the name to me is like... I don't see it as anything like, oh, it's disrespectful to him and his family. Well, they were disrespectful to a lot of people. They were part of the, you know what I mean? It's, I find it weird, these arguments we have. And again, I think tradition is what fucks our society up the most. We get so locked in these things that for the most part, we don't even understand are there, because they were done like. Are there statues of Werner von Braun anywhere? I doubt it. I don't think so. You want to know why? Because they couldn't get away with that. It's one thing to bring the guy over and have him run the Nassau program, but you can't go erecting statues about him. Can't but so, Simon, let me ask you that. Like, if, you know, you were talking earlier about how, well, we have to have a discussion and a yeah. discourse about taking statues yeah. down. Like, if there was a Nazi statue a somewhere, von Braun sure, statue? let's say, would you really want there to be a discussion about it, a civil dis discourse, or would you just be like, let's no, tear this fucking thing down? No, you cannot just tear it down. And just tear it down. And I'm down. a Jew, 
and that guy killed tons of but Jews. But again, what I'm saying is, let's say, but let's say there was, a, let's say you go to that meeting and 50% of the people there are like, well, he did so much for okay, space. Well, let's and- see what happens when that comes to it. Like, again, but, if, but hold on. if we go through, sorry, go ahead. No, what I was just going to say is, Simon, you see the pushback in the South right now from these people that are like, this is our heritage. This is a, half of them don't even know what the I fuck know, it means. I know, but we have it- to see how it plays out. Do you know what I mean? You can't just say... This is what I think is going to happen. So go listen, ahead and tear on. down the I'm statue. Not, listen, I'm not for tearing down statues. I don't give a shit. My, what I actually think is this. I think we're too quick to put up statues. I think we do it sure. willy-nilly all the fucking time. Fine, but you're asking me uh, as a Jew yeah. if I would tear down the statue of Werner von Braun. And I'm telling you, like, no, the right thing. And I would watch it play out and look. But if, fine, so let's say, fine. If well, let's say it plays, point, out, it plays out and they decide to keep the statue. Well, then we have another discussion. To tear oh. it down, to tear it the fuck down. About tearing it the fuck down. <laughs> but but you Matt, see what I mean? You, but on, it but has you're, to run you're not its hearing due me, course. But Simon, we've had these discussions about tearing these statues down every decade. Have, for the, have they? Yes. Because I don't remember ever hearing about this, the the tearing down of statues. They've been talking about literally. I. It just happened yesterday. No, no. Come on, he's talking about in the past. He's not. He's not heard about it. <laughs> in other societies. No, in the states. In the states. I don't know why. I like, I didn't it. know it was even an issue. And I'll send you articles I, from if the I past. Had, with statues being torn down. You did not know that was an issue at all. I'm sorry to look at you like this. Well, where are they tearing down lots Everywhere. of statues? For decades. Are you having me on? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought he was joking, too. A guy got killed. They tried to pull a statue down, and it ended up hitting. Like This is right now. Yeah. No, I'm, he's talking about in the past. I'm Come saying, on. like, where... Just uh, and again, uh, Simon. I'm not being an asshole. No, no, I here. get it. But Simon, Ooh, I can and send if you. If they are happening, the media is doing a really shitty job of covering. It, I can you send know you articles. I mean? I'll send you revolutions. Around no, no, the no. World. Even then, Simon, I'll send you articles. No, no, I'll send you articles from the U.S. We are not talking about around the world. We're I, talking I, about I, I Simon. We're I will send you articles from the U.S. from the last two decades, so the '90s and the 2000s. Like, look, I get that. Even with the um, flag there. The, uh, the Confederate, Confederate flag. flag, like, but I guess my point is, look, if you had, and I don't know how it works over there, but let's just say in Canada, okay, that we had a flag that was racist to a group of people. Well, the Canadian flag is. Why is the Canadian flag racist? Well, if you're indigenous, you could look at it as like, this the country, is the flag of, yeah. like it's. That, that's a common comment. Well, so then no matter what flag we have, it's going oh, to be Oh, we're in the same boat of this people. madness this guy was talking about. Make no mistake. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. But uh, do, do you guys... What? Do you guys, <laughs> what don't you want to do Do you guys anymore? think the Confederate flag being banned will have a positive effect down the road? We, like it's too, You can't just say, when something's done, say, oh, that didn't fix anything. We've got to wait for this to... Well, but if, if the Confederate flag really is a bad thing... Then you just get rid of it. Well, and that's what's what happened. I, mean? well, I can't I, see, uh, pers- honestly, Kamar, I can't see how banning the Confederate flag couldn't be a good thing. But this is what I mean. So this is something that they were fighting, that everybody's been fighting for, to get rid of the Confederate flag, and it's happened now. Yeah. No, not really. Like NASCAR did it, but the pushback is insane, and it looks like Alabama might get rid of it from their state flag, but the pushback there is nuts too. And you, that's, I mean, Simon, they, they discussed that. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, people be, who aren't racist being accused of being racist, but make them become a bold and racist as possible. I mean, I hope that's not the case, but if you're just told you something, you just go, okay, that's what I am. 
as not everyone is a critical here's, thinker. Here's the weird thing. Like, it, if, like, four people today went on one of our fucking shit and were like, Matt's a racist, I wouldn't then just all of a sudden tomorrow just start dropping the end bomb willy-nilly because if you, I just be like, well, I just give up then. I don't, I... Well, no, but you're more, like, not sympathetic to others' plight. I think that's what the the root of casual, even casual racism is, right? Sure, but the way, listen, I deal with everyone on a person-to-person basis. There's some people right now that are pushing this Black Lives Matter shit that I'm like, you're just full of shit. You're virtue signaling. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. And there's other people that I'm like, okay, I kind of feel you. Simon's done with this, clearly. Look at him. All all I wanted to say is one of the sneaky uh, people in the States are religions, because I've heard a couple people talk about in the last week how there are white churches and black churches. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's an unspoken... I believe that is segregation, right? But it's sort of uh, voluntary. And that's got to be a divider down the road. People who are religious aren't even praying together. I mean, I never thought about that. I think, though, I, those super churches down south, I think, are filled with both. I hope they are mixed. But I know there's black church and white church. But I think those are more like the super small parishes down south that, that hold like 40, 50 people. You know what I mean? And let's like, I get, I, you're right though. Come on, I'd there be are. really in the curious as to what the percentage of white to black people in those super churches are. I would imagine that it's very heavy on the white. I think it would depend I on the color of the you, preacher. I, I bet you there's black super churches and white super churches. Right. Well, that's kind of where like I was getting. Joel and Osteen, for example, I would imagine that his audience is mostly white. I'd like to get the numbers. I'm curious. Yeah. But it's just like a sneaky divider on their back end. And I don't know if we have the same issue here. I, I know I'd, I've never gone to an Aboriginal church or, or something like that. I think in general, the churchgoers in this country are far less than that country. But are blanc. What, what are blanc? The people that go to church in this country, you think it's far less, but there is a, a population and they're mostly white. Yeah, but I think if you take Quebec out of the, I think if you take Quebec out of the mix, a lot less churchgoers in this country. And then you have synagogues and ashrams and... Uh, sorry, I just want to go back to something for a yeah. second. Like, if you're... Let's say you live in uh, New York City, okay? And they put there's a statue in Central Park that is of a political figure who we now know is a pedophile, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... You know, we know this, and it just doesn't make sense that that statue is still up because pick a guy. Bill Clinton, we now know, is definitely 100% a pedophile, okay? You don't think that um, by taking that to, like, the city council or whatever, eventually, like, for there'll be some pushback, but eventually that they're going to take that statue down? Uh, no, I think we've proven that, again, the woman in the last one was like, all you need is a little bit of doubt. All you need is a little bit of doubt. All you need is one person at that meeting that was like, do we really know he's a pedophile? I want the papers. You know, like. Uh, and they just came out and said, if you tear down a statue, you're getting 10 years. Yeah, you shouldn't tear down the statue because. Here's the crazy thing to me. That's the right. Think way about, to hold on. Though. have all these people on video. People are. Let me ask you guys. This, though. Think about think about that statement. You're going to get 10 years in federal prison for what? Knocking down some marble? Like, I just, what are we doing here? Like, like I said, they tore down the one statue and killed a guy. Okay, fine. Just, you, you know, like, well, that it, should get you time. It but. has to be done. Well, 
that's an offshoot, but it's just dangerous to have a bunch of crazy people well, standing here, around a statue here, and pull down the rope. I guess it's got to be done. Up I mean, to listen. Code. It's, <laughs> I guess I'll give you a good example. Okay, what if somebody just decided um, the White House is racist because it's called the White House? Or it was made by slaves. You could well, have no, gone let's there. Let's just go with the White House okay, because sure. it's and the White House. they painted zebra stripes? No. And they, they said, and, you know, I think that the number, uh, 1500 Pennsylvania Avenue, whatever it is. I think it's 1800. That's what represents the White House. And I'm going to tear it down. Like, can he, can he or she just go and do that? I think, and then they can spend 10 years of their life in jail. No, but this this, it's like the statue, like... Yes, it should be fought. If the White House is named the White House because it's Simon, a white-only you're, you're pointing at me like, I don't want people doing this either. I'm not, but I understand why if you were looking at the statue of a pedophile every day and you got raped relentlessly as a kid, I can understand why you would be in the mood to tear that down. I, so I totally understand. And as a guy, like you said... Um, but here's the problem too, is like, you could sit there and be like, I think that Vern, the Werner von Braun statue should be torn down, but I wouldn't do it. That's also because you probably haven't been persecuted to the level of like, imagine if you had a number tattooed on your arm and you had to walk by that statue every day, you might have a totally different feeling than the way you feel about it, right? No, but I do. I have. I don't have a tattoo on my arm, obviously. I have relatives who died in the Holocaust. Okay, but hear me out. But again, and I'm not taking that away from you. What I'm saying is imagine being one of those relatives. They would see it far differently than you do. Again, I'm not saying that you can't. They can't hear you. Simon, you can't talk right now. You're oh not on God. mic. This is the worst podcast this ever. Is unbelievable. He's just dropping end bombs. What the hell is going on? He just started swearing. Yeah, and what a maniac. Racial slurs. Thank Simon, God again, you were you're also mic. making me argue for something that I don't believe. I don't think you should be out there tearing statues down. And I, I love how you go next further to like, why don't we just, what if they want to tear down the White House? Like, said the numbers of the White House. I think we have outlined that is it is despite the cliche a slippery slope. Yeah, let's uh and uh, there's a uh prom trying to pick out the good deeds of fucking racism and the divisive just fucking bullshit. I feel like I argued every different side of this I think topic. So. I just Simon I first of all, I don't know why we make statues. It seems like a very archaic thing to me at this point. Um I, I agree. The only statues we should be making are like artistic statues, sure. icebergs, fucking deer. You see, they tear, tore the deer down, the elk. No. Yeah, there's an elk statue. Who in did Seattle. the elk? Who the elk hate? Because they, they, they're just tearing <laughs> the things bear? down. That's just. But that's the bear highlight racism? of at this point, any statue will go. You know. Yeah, I I think you argue both sides because you find yourself. Oh, I in your journey just, on both sides of know. everything. I I, f I hear something that enrages me and I argue that side of it and then I hear something that enrages me on the other side and I argue that side of it. Don't listen to me, obviously, unless I'm talking about shrinking people. I just try to put myself in someone else's shoes and like I think to myself, like again, I'll use your example. If there was a Hitler statue in the States right now, you would be rightfully up in fucking I arms about it. right up in arms, Matthew, 100%. But if we all just go around tearing down things we don't like at the drop of a hat. I get it. But Simon, you also, but it, does it not even make you sit there and say like, keep in mind too, it's not one Hitler statue. Imagine if you knew that there was like a Hitler statue in every city for like the next 10 counties. You know what I mean? Not, not, and then it was, it would just, so not only are you fighting an uphill battle, but then you have to think to yourself every day, how did we let this happen? How yep. did we put up these statues? Yep. yep. It would, it's, it's 
would That's be all I'm saying. it would be hard to keep That's your anger saying. in control. And I still think that we have to, because if we don't, nothing good will come from it. Listen, I agree. Lighter heads should prevail. But I'm just saying I understand why angry people do angry things. And I also think we, being as old as we are, forget what it's like to be young. I don't think it's a bunch of 40-year-olds out there doing this. Do you? Nope, but I also I think a not. lot of the kids out there doing this, because I agree, it's the youth, some of whom are righteously... are teaching them, though. Sure, you might be right, but... Righteously angry, and the other half are just taking the opportunity sure. to cause yeah. chaos. Yeah. So... And that, but I mean, that's always going to be the way of the world. There's no avoiding that. There's no... I, you know. I guess. But cancel culture is a bad thing. That's what I got from this podcast. Well, we've already... we've. Are you all right, Simon? He's just dying. We've already established that cancel culture is not something that we're fans of. So, And it no, is interwoven in fighting for these causes. What did I agree we had to cancel? Because I ended up arguing both sides of this thing. Werner, Werner von Braun statues? No, there was something else that I said we should... Uh, oh, the Redskins. We have to take that away. Well, that's on the table the right Stanley now. And the Stanley Cup, if he's a fucking Well, I just racist. put that out for argument right now. We've, so there we've are... There all there are some things we, we have, have to granddaughter. take out. Anyways, let's move We're on. Red, so We're getting a cease and desist tomorrow from Lord on. Stanley's fucking... On. So the boys think they should change the Masters. Beyond notice. Oh, God. Uh, you know... Well, no, but I listen, there's some things that just seem at this point like we only hold on to them for tradition and we let old people that care, that can't even explain why they care about shit. Like, if you, if you said tomorrow I want to change the Masters and someone was up in arms and you asked them why, all... The, their underlying thing would just yeah. be tradition, and they would have no real or racism. And then you're, you know what I <laughs> well, mean. I, I respect that. You're, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I would put my own money on this that you go and do a census of those old guys who are members at the Augusta National Golf Course. That most of the answers are going to have to do with racism, why they don't want to change it, and not tradition. You know? Dude, we're forgetting that Tiger Woods won the Masters in 1999. And VJ played there. And that fucking, who was the dude that was like, oh, yeah, tell him next year not to serve fried chicken at the thing because he'll be serving... Because uh, you picked the dish. Yeah, but, but so he picked fried chicken, and the, there was that golfer who on camera, while being interviewed, was like... Tell him next year not to choose fried chicken. Actually, it won't matter. He'll be serving food at the banquet next year. Said that on fucking camera. I, I heard go. the fried chicken part. I didn't hear Tournament's the banquet go. part. Are you sure about that? Pull it up. Tournament's got to go. Um, let's rate it. Oh, we're done with this guy. Okay. Yeah. James Lindsay. Uh, I give it a... F this one got totally out of hand. I'm sorry, Matt. That's fine. I give it a four. Yeah, it was one of those ones where I was just uh, in a huge agreement, you know, confirmation bias, and I give four, four, four. You give it three fours? Come no, on. I was teetering it a on the 4.5, but I give it four. I just get it out of it. <laughs> I mean, I was about to give it a 4.5. You know what? No, I'll stick with my four. Like I said, there was just a few. When I when we sit, this is why I like sitting down sometimes is because I get to hash out shit again. Like, I never really, without sitting down and talking to you guys, Kamar, would have put together what I put together about the master bedroom thing. Like, I was just on board with him. We're like, oh, yeah, Sears made it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was only sitting... It was only sitting here with you guys where I was like, wait a minute. It was in the 60s that Sears came up with it. That doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't have racial undertone. You know what I mean? When like, I heard it, I just said, that explanation doesn't sound thorough enough to 
bad that it's not racist. I mean, I didn't. I just took it at face value and was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I guess, you know, whatever. Because I was already, again, you know when you're on that, that yeah, this guy's right, this guy's right. You just, you get that head of steam, like, he's right, he's right, he's right. I still think he was saying, though, it was a, a distraction from what's really important. Like, if we're caught up on not calling it a master bedroom anymore, I, 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 we don't know. It remains to be seen. Did you wait it, Simon? Uh, no, just going back. So it was Fuzzy Zellers who Fuzzy said Zellers, that. Fuzzy Zellers, yes. And I can't find anywhere where they say that part. He's doing quite well, pretty impressive. That little boy is driving well and he's putting well. He's doing everything it takes to win. So you know what guys do when he gets in here. You pat him on the back and say congratulations and enjoy it and tell him not to serve fried chicken next year. Got it? Or collard greens or whatever the hell they serve. It is super racist, <laughs> but I never heard that. Okay, part fair enough. Of yeah. What you said. Maybe I just added that on because it seemed yeah. racist. Yeah. But Fine. it was super racist. Fuzzy Zeller, huge racist. Yeah. Like, but my point is that was 21 years ago at Augusta. And so this article is just all racist comments made by golfers towards at. Tiger Woods. There like, you go. It is a sport that is embedded with um Racial some overtones. really old thinking but keep in mind too that was that was 21 years ago if you look at golf now like if you looked at the lineup of golfers today i bet the average it's multi age multicultural too but i bet the average age is also like 27 now it's, whereas it's younger fine but in 1999 if you looked at the masters and the oh, lineup I, I the average age saying, yeah. was probably closer to like 37 oh, 38 i'm not i think right now you're probably looking at a pretty clean time in golf because the majority of the players are young guys who saying. have come up i agree but the institutions that still of run golf yeah, of course. are not and you think that tournament needs to be changed I, i'll give it a little more thought but my gut reaction is saying burn it down wow i think that'll change this is the guy that just 10 minutes ago was like, we can't be burning no, things down. But when I think about... I'm not the, buying any gasoline or anything. When I think about the Masters, the Masters tournament and Augusta Golf Club. Yeah. I just... There is nothing about that that would lead me to believe that they made that tournament to refer to Masters in golf, meaning the best in golf. I think it all has to do with the fact that there are cotton fields that surround it. And you, you know Your what I mean? Your eyes are open. I mean, you did just make a good fish, argument that fish, I had never thought about. Maybe it was market, the Masters of Golf. That's fish it. market. It's not fish market. No, I, I'm saying fish market, Wuhan chemical lab. I know, but know? it wasn't a fish market. It Whatever was a, it was. What, a wet market. Wet market. I'm just saying. It's the same thing. It's too much. It's the same thing. It's a waste of energy looking for it. Let's all rate it. I'm sorry. I give this one a three and a seven five. You don't have weed on you. I have a joint in there if you want one. I give it the four I gave before. What's wrong with the joint? Nothing. I just, you rolled it. Yeah, but I haven't put my lips on it. You licked the fucking thing. Like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. That's how this works. Was it outside in the UV? No. You're gold. No, you want it outside in the UV. I think I, men no. I think I mentioned in the um, episode yesterday, Matt, like we're in here together in this tiny little room with no ventilation. What did I say, Kamar? We're riding dirty. We're riding dirty. All of us. It's raw. I just don't know how I didn't bring fucking weed, man. This is obscene. Actually, I have... A, you just want... Like, I have some weed. Want to roll on. a joint? Yeah, yeah. Fine. That's it. Get the next one going. I'll get you some weed. Uh, Russell Peters, 1502. With hat in hand. Who, Russell Peters? This could be, this could be, difficult. This could be difficult for me. I don't want to go too hard on Russell, but... I mean, I think listeners know I'm not his biggest fan. But we'll let, there's something about a guy who, with lots of money, who goes through two women and has kids with them. Let me say this: I I can't remember who it was. 
Oh, was, was it Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart had like a a story about going to dinner with like a murderer's row. Remember, he was like it was Chappelle, Chris Rock. Wait, this is Russell Peter. No, no. What I was saying was when Kevin Hart said that dinner story, I was like, holy fuck, that oh, would yes. be incredible. When he was on the podcast until Russell Peter said his story about going to Eddie Murphy's house, and then I was like, never mind. That's the fucking spot to be. The lineup of people that he said in that were in that basement. But did you feel like he was just recounting a story or dropping names? Both. And you're allowed to. Well, the best. I mean, I'll I'll give him this. He was he. There was some humility in that he was like, I was an uninvited guest. That's, I had to be brought along by Tiffany Haddish. It's sort of awkward. Yeah, I mean, he gave himself the 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 pat on the back. Where he, and the, the funny thing is, is I couldn't tell if it was a slight from Eddie Murphy. Like, hey, Russell, good to see you. Well, you know what is, I mean? Like, this is you, you were rendition. definitely not we invited. Know his side of the story. No, no, but that's my question is, was Eddie Murphy's... Did Russell not read into it? Was Eddie Who Murphy secretly like... Exactly, yeah. Oh, Russell, good to see you here. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I, I guess as the critique is, I thought um, he was a little name-droppy. 16% um, THC, Simon? Fucking throw this in the garbage. Okay. That's not the weed. That I think you okay. went to Joe looking for hope. You think he went to Joe looking for hope? Uh, no, I think he, he just... He a G up. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Joe just asked him to go on. You ever think of that? It's possible. And do you know how much percentage your weed is? Uh, yeah, 68. <laughs> this guy. That's a big percentage. Yeah. Is, big this percentage. What this, is this what our relationship's going to be like from now on? Because if so, no. just fuck off. No, it isn't. Don't butt, don't butt. When you walked in, we were just talking about Russell Peters' story about uh, when he showed up uninvited to Eddie Murphy's house. I I caught on. Every story Russell Peters had involved a famous person. Okay, you agree with me. That gets a little tiresome after a while. And the idea that this guy, and I get it, Russell Peters, from everything I've ever heard about him, he's super generous. Let me ask you this, The idea that he is now kind of like hat in hand and needing to do a podcast to make money. I'm having a hard hold time on, hold believing on. that. Hat in hand. We found out in this podcast that he bought Joe a Breitling. You know, he gave Joe a Breitling. He, he didn't buy it for him. Wrist. And I think I heard it in his voice like, sometimes you give someone something, it's not a good idea. Anyways, sorry. I just, I'm, and again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he really is hard done by now. Simon, can I also point out that we we often do this where famous people come on and they're like, I was golfing with Chris, and then you find out it was like it was Chris Rock, and you're like, "Oh, you dick! You didn't even mention." So, you know, fair enough. I'll, I'll I can give a benefit of the doubt for three stories or something. <laughs> but fair enough. Fine. Two baby mamas does seriously fuck up your finances. Yep. And I was saying right off the top, there's something wrong with Russell if he's so rich, like to not make a relationship work or something. No, like, forget about making a relationship work, dude. Fool me that's, once that's, on the prenup. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Maddie. That's crazy. Whatever angle you want to take with this, it, there's something wrong no, with Russell. No, I have to go with that angle. Fool me once on the prenup. The yeah, second one is iron fucking clad. Yeah, no, but I Russell, think that's on you. Change everything. <laughs> I don't give a the fuck. <laughs> like, uh, Listen, children, child, uh, children change ev- support payments. Are you talking about like alimony and shit? I ha- Dude, yeah, if sorry, you're the yeah. breadwinner, you just go after custody. Oh, we'll see what happens. You're like, this bitch doesn't make $2. I feel like Russell was spending outside of his means or at his means. Russell cheated on all of these women. And that's Whoa, I didn't what say happened. that, but probably. No, well, that's what happened, I'm sure. He, I think, too, if 
Unless you Why have that in the prenup. The relationship, right? Hold on. I think unless you have that in the prenup too, cheating makes a prenup null and void. Correct. Yeah. Yep. No, this is what I'm saying. So maybe he did have a prenup mm-hmm. and then he just fucked mm-hmm. up because he's a ser- uh, serial non-monogamous. Slanderer. Whatever. <laughs> this is just your own little, you just came up with I it. I just you, came up with this right okay. now. No, 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 no. This is, don't listen to anything I say. I didn't I realize how little you guys like nothing. Russell Peters. Why no, I, I don't not like him. I just, that, I like him. He's fine. It just, those are my two things about him. Like This episode I felt bad for yeah. him. This is all after the Mixmaster Mike throwback. We just fucking can't stand Russell Peters now. But so, because he don't out that. So, Joe made mention to one of his friends who got COVID. Yeah, Brendan Shaw. Yeah, that's who that is. Took a long bike ride. A long bike ride. Like, what? what's going on? The weirdest is that on? he didn't say my friend Brendan Shaw. No, because he said he didn't want to... He didn't know if he had put it out put yet. It oh, out got yet. it, got yeah. it, yeah. Because the, the fighter and the kid, like, that ended up being a really big episode for them, I'm sure. You know what <laughs> I mean? Bait. Monetarily, yeah. Well, especially after spending, like, fucking months being like, this thing's not even real. No one gets it. No one I know has gotten it. It's, it's really one of them gets really it. Well, no, but what's worse, I was saying to Simon, now he's got it, he doesn't get sick, he moves yeah, on. No, he's no, going to he, say, Oh, I know, it's going to be this is even worse yeah, than that. I agree. I, like, listen, this is the only become, good outcome you hadn't let me get there yet. Up. I was going to say exactly what you guys just did that when he survives this thing, it's going to be fucking 10 times worse. And, and again, I am such a fence sitter, I have no idea what is real and what is not and what is happening. But I do know that it takes very little for me to just take a couple of precautions. These guys have a huge platform. They are now becoming advocates for total um, anarchy. Their ego you know has what no I mean? concern like for I just, the, did you know? Did you guys see the article out Joe of Ohio? Joe at least is careful. I'm sorry, Matt. He's careful with the way he... He knows. Uh, Even if I believe this, I have to be careful what I say. It'll be interesting next week to hear what Joe has to say about Brendan Ali's coming. Um, Ohio, sorry, go ahead, Matt. There's an ice cream shop in Ohio that had to ask its patrons to stop yelling at its teenage employees for wearing masks. Apparently, people were just coming in, and it's all they all they only employ teenage like young teenage girls, and I guess people were just coming in and like, "Why are you wearing a mask? This thing isn't real, you fucking idiot." And they had to be like, can you please stop berating? I think anyone's allowed to wear as mask as much as they want. Well, not in Texas. You have to wear a mask now, so. Well, yeah. And- but this is the funny thing is, if you're not willing to give up the simplest of civil liberties just for the sake of public health, then eventually they are going to take those civil liberties. And that's the thing that Joe kind of missed through this whole thing was he kept he kept hammering home the like, if they take your civil liberties, they never give them back. Well, guess what? If you're not willing to give up a little bit at first, then this thing gets worse and they take all of them. Well, you're fucked both ways then. It's just a matter of time. But again, they weren't trying to take your civil liberties. They asked you politely to stay at home. Like it wasn't, it, it, it's not a prison sentence. Yeah, and I don't, if they ask you to wear a mask, I don't see a problem with that either. Well, that's the thing. Like, but I don't understand people getting mad at other people for wearing masks. I just don't understand that. Well, Kamar, I mean, I, I look at it like, imagine if you have asthma, like bad asthma or like a lung issue and you go out every day to your job and you have to wear a mask for eight hours a day, which already makes it tough enough to breathe. And then you see some dickhead Karen out on the street who's just like, I read a blog that said that this whole thing is put out there by 5G and she starts coughing on people. Like you'd be pissed because you, you know. Sorry, can I get a handle on where you guys are on this argument? Do you think that we should or should not wear masks? 
I just think, why, why would you at this point not take the precaution, especially seeing the numbers spike in the States? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you saying? I'm, I'm saying I don't understand. I think people can wear masks if they have to wear masks on the bus, whatever. But the people yelling at them, take off your mask. Well, that's crazy. That's people crazy. yelling, people mask. yelling, take off your mask. I think it should be more fucked. yelling, please put on your mask. I thought that's what you were talking about. People yelling that's at what, people to put on yeah, their yeah, mask. Yeah, this is what I'm confused. But th- does that come akin to someone come up and smash your cigarette out of your hand? Okay, the different. I hear what you're saying because I thought about that yesterday. But the difference is, the cigarette is a long, drawn out process. This is an immediate thing, like. It, that w- you got to give me a better example than like something that's going to kill me tomorrow, you know? Well, I don't think that's the danger of COVID killing you tomorrow. I think it's just getting sick in any capacity. But uh, Well, it happens very fast. It's over a two-week period, and then you're in the hospital, and then, you know, like it's not... Here's the weird, the, the weird thing is I'm about to say. The problem with COVID is that it isn't as deadly as, like, let's say it was AIDS. Yeah, it could have been. But that's a, here. That's a good. That's a good question. AIDS like, is but AIDS. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So Magic Johnson's still alive. Do you still? Do you wrap your dick up? If with uh, AIDS in uh, sex, no, I don't think so. Well, okay, you're a terrible example, and you're married. So my point is, of people, course, you still. Wear my a point is, is people still use con- Magic Johnson's been alive with AIDS well, were, for like but twenty it's years. Not just AIDS. You, you were yeah, using you, the condom for all, all sorts okay, of fine. Let's say, herpes, but let's but, say there was just AIDS. Okay, let's say just AIDS yeah. was out there. Yeah. Would you still rock a condom? Well, if we found out that AIDS was a hoax? Well, no, what I'm saying is if you found out that like, well, you know, some people live 20 years, some people live 10. No, I would still wear the condom because why would you take that chance? That's my point is like, yeah. I don't, even, Kamar, even if it didn't kill me, I don't want to get COVID. It's like saying the flu doesn't kill you. But that's, I don't want to get the, but hold on, but just hear me out. I don't want to get the flu. No, exactly. No. But that's you, you who's, this is also for other people. Yeah. Like, this is twofold, you yeah. know? You're not just taking care of yourself. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's social responsibility. And and I get it. It is a huge inconvenience. I don't like wearing a fucking mask. They're sweaty. They make me sweat. They fuck with my beard. I feel like an asshole. But I do it. And I went up to my cottage last weekend, and everybody in Quebec is fucking willy goddamn nilly, and I feel like an asshole being the only one in the grocery store wearing a goddamn mask, oh. but I just... Do it. But think about they it. They like, can't see me. They don't know who I am. They say, who's that fucking guy wearing the mask? But they don't know it's me. Like, just do it. But let me say this again. It's like the civil liberties thing. We we use this argument of like, there's a lot of things that we make illegal that are dangerous to society. A lot of things. Drunk driving. That's a perfect example of something that we have deemed, hey, if you do this, you are 100% are a danger to yourself and society, so we will throw the book at you when you do it. It's the same thing with a mask. It's not to the same degree, but like like they gave that woman, uh, there was a woman going around coughing on paramedics, and they gave her like uh, six months in jail or something, which again, I don't like the idea of going to jail. I think the idea of throwing people in jail for like sort of weird non I mean, you could argue that that is violent. if someone came up and coughed on you, you'd punch him in the face. Right now, if someone came up and coughed on me, yeah, I'd fucking yeah, you'd be I'd really haul off fucking on pissed. Sure. Fuck yeah, but again, I'd like. W- but what is that? I don't understand. What what does that well, prove? Well, that's not good. No, just like not going to jail is not good. Well, the if somebody came up and punched you in the face, you'd yeah. punch them back. 
Uh, so if they're so, bigger than me. Keep in mind, though, in it's this... A, it's, well, so if a bigger guy came and coughed in your face, you I, wouldn't punch him because he's bigger than you. And the same goes if someone coughed on you 10 years ago, you'd Hold still on. punch him in the face. You wouldn't hit a bigger person? I don't know how big they are. I definitely take that into consideration. Why, you're just hauling off on fucking huge dudes? I don't know. I've lost a lot of fights. I don't know, a lot the, of people are bigger The same than you. way I don't want to get well, that's COVID the other thing is, yeah. or the flu... I also don't want to be beat up. I don't either, but well, that's sometimes why you just I, gotta get an ass kicking. I, I don't know what to tell my you. odds. How much is that cough worth to me, to me? Like, I'm already gonna get sick. Is it better now that I get the shit kicked out of me? Probably not. See, it's weird you guys look at size because to me, I always look craziness is what I look for. Craziness is something that I will avoid. Well, no, I just know what my skill set is. Unkept so. clothing might be a red flag. Oh, they look like they might be homeless or something. Nothing to lose. So you're kind of with me, yeah. Like sometimes size is not because I've seen big guys get fucking knocked out tons of times by For littler sure. dudes, and but not by me. Fine. I also know there's you big know dudes that I can't mean? fight. So, but and craziness is something you, you guys watch think out the for. masks are indefinite now. No. You think there's, if there's, there's some point uh, where a vaccine, yeah. except if it's from Bill Gates, then but that that'll still eliminate the masks. Because most no, people will take Kamar, the vaccine. No, Kamar just knocked Kamar just knocked out of the park. I don't think the masks go away because there's too much disinformation out there and i don't think enough people will take the vaccine well look at um look at china they've been wearing masks for a really long time all of the most asia it's very common it's common yeah and we thought it was we thought it was because of smog it had nothing to do with smog it's because china has been fucking doing this shit for a long time it shows us how uninformed we are population control you have two kids shut the fuck up what do you mean? He's got you there. I mean, you weren't helping. You should have wrapped you, your fucking dick up. You population, population control. You added two people pissing in a river. China. Yes, and I'm talking about you. Well, he wants what does that have to do with everywhere. anything? Oh, okay. I'm saying if you want to control population, everyone needs I to stop having kids. I don't want to control population. Uh, I'm saying no. China has been controlling their population for a long fucking time using look viruses. This, look, look at this fucking and we think guy. It's a bad thing. You said it. You said it like you were for population control. No, so I'm that's not. how I took it. The heat's getting there. Um, no, back I'm to cool. Russell. I, I thought <laughs> I thought the saddest part was when he admitted he does a cameo. What? Sorry, and again. I only when had one what? kid, Matt. I have a stepdaughter. Touche. So Touché, go fuck Simon. yourself. Still, still one more person pissing in a <laughs> river. I don't give a fuck. Even China lets you have one kid. It's true. Come on, say that again, please. Russell Peters admitted that he has his own cameo. Cameo is a service where you can get someone call up a person, leave a video message for them. Oh, so like you give Russell Peters 500 bucks and he'll say happy birthday to Simon. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh my God, he really needs the money. Well, he, he said in the show, I have to go do a cameo after this appearance. Oh, I, I thought he meant like a cameo like in a movie. No, I have to look at my phone and say happy birthday, what up no, or something. So Yes. No. First of all, you guys are no. fucking nuts. There is no level of fame I could get to where I wouldn't be like, I will leave a 30-second voicemail for someone for $5,000. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Kamar, you, first of all, I don't think so. you would sell your tits to the highest bidder Fans right now. only, all that stuff, but I don't know about Cameo. Do you know how much it costs for me to send Russell Peters to send you a personal message? How much? $500. There you go. Uh, Crystalia's is like $90,000. So there you go. You I just would put it out crazy. If you're going to pay this, fine. That's what I would do. But there's judging by my fame. And you'd be all right if your days are filled with you just 
Kamara, I think so. about I guess if, so. Imagine making it depends on the, your price. If it's fifty bucks, oh no, it's not, that's not. But think about it. even five hundred. Let's say you did ten of those in a well, day from Russell, your couch. That's Russell Peters. Yeah. Okay. So fine. But even imagine if you were getting that. Imagine sitting on your couch and making what was it, five five grand for like ten minutes of work. Well, Sign me. Minutes. Why? How long are these you messages? Gotta, you got to make the message and then stop. I mean, it would take a half hour. Oh my God! Well, but stop the presses. W- could you see yourself do that, Simon? Yes, I could see Simon doing that. Sorry, what? Supporting yourself by giving people good wishes ten times a day. I Simon, mean, imagine if I could make money like that. Me personally, I would definitely do that. There we go. A hundred percent. Yeah. Why would you? I not? just don't think Russell Peters should have to yeah. do it because he was so rich. I don't know. Why I thought Russell Peters was better than that. I think we've. I think what we've established from listening to as many episodes as we have is that rich is. Uh, not what we all think it is. And Rich, there's definitely varying levels. Well, especially with anything can well, change. Russell Peters, just hold on. In the scheme of things, um, he was very, very rich. Like You know who else was very rich? Rick James. Mm-hmm. I think he was rich and overly generous. Like the watches. Yeah, no, for and, sure. Um, Anyways, we're going to, let's look at net worth. How much do you think Russell Peters is worth? Oh, you're going to run the game? Yeah. Like before he lost. Hold on, all too. His Let's keep money. in mind this guy was into like dating porn stars, and I think he was out it's there. It's gonna be like, tough to say because he's in the middle of a separation. I, I'll be a divorce. Well, they won't give you those numbers. They'll give you like his 2019. What whatever it is, I think it has him at uh, 15 million. 50 million. I'm gonna say 15. One five. 25. I changed it. 25 million. Final answer. Um, according to. These two sites, he is worth fifty-five million. According to this site, he is worth seventy-five million. And How the fuck is Russell Peters worth twenty-five million dollars? No, 50, less than fifty-five Joe? million, I think. And according to Russell, he's worth no million. Yeah. Now. So I'm just saying. Anyways, um, so they talked a lot of. Sorry, just real quick. The problem yeah. that, that's what's got to suck about being famous is like you go you you, you go to see your wife's divorce lawyer. And they're like, well, we have here. Forbes says you're worth fifty-five million. You know, and you're like, no, no, no. Listen, listen. It's not. It's I, there's a lot tied up, and it's not well, quite that was what the you hold. Dave Foley thing, right? He's like, oh, I don't actually yeah. make this much. Well, the and problem with him was when he got. I think when he went through it, he was making like I, fifty grand a week. And I think that's Russell's problem. Yeah, is that when he went through it, he was making tons he's of money. Going and now he's going through not, it right yeah. now, and he's he's Twice. not making. Any money because yeah. he's just pure stand up. Well, even to hear Joe, like, really, he played San Diego last week. So, okay. So they talk a lot about Tesla, um, about Elon Musk in this episode. By the way, is the most viable company in the world. Well, I was just going to say, just to start this whole thing off. What do you mean, or, as far as market? It's cap? worth yeah. more than Coke. It's worth more than Coke's Toyota. Worth it's worth more than Disney. It's worth more than a lot of companies. All the None of companies. the companies you named. Not there. all of the companies. Ford. Yeah, but I'm saying they're still... Co- like Unilever is worth no, more. No, no, no. I just you meant mean car. You mean like car companies. Yeah. The car oh. industry has gone from nothing to... From I, thought, no, they were, I thought you said it was the most valuable company in the they, world. I was like, car they company were bankrupt, okay. not or just about bankrupt not too long ago, right before he started working with NASA. Anyways, You're also forgetting that he takes money without giving people a product. Let me, um, let me take you on a little trip, if I may. Please, Okay, take us down memory so, lane. So I have a couple of theories that are mix and mingling here, all right? Let's start with one that just I think is insane, but maybe possible. Um, 
Werner von Braun mm-hmm. has sex with a alien, <laughs> Elon Musk. I'm going to show you some pictures later, what that may look like. It's almost perfect. But that's not what I really want to talk about. What I want to talk about is um, I was going through Instagram the other day, and there was a paid ad by NASA. Okay? Okay. And it was like, I swear to you, I saved it. It is like a movie. That's how high quality it is. And it's all about, first of all, I didn't know it was NASA when it started. It's all about asteroids and how close they're coming to earth simon got conned into watching one of those 10 minute ads it's all about how close they're coming to earth and the usual distances and what we do if it gets this close and what we do if it gets this close and it finishes and i was like why on earth are they doing this and then i was like holy shit this is how they're going to do Operation Bluebeam. It's going to have nothing to do with aliens because aliens is too far a grasp. But to convince people that an uh, asteroid is coming too close to the Earth, which we already know one on its way, right? Or it just no, happened. That was like two years the ago. The Magnabla is still on its way. The Magnabla, the- yeah, exactly, is still on its way. <laughs> Manuglabla, sorry. Manuglabla. The Manuglabla. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's what they're going to do, man. And that That's will strike fear into everybody, get everybody on the same page. So everybody's working together and they get their one government like they've been looking for this whole time. Ooh, ooh. Conversely. And I realized, oh shit, all these pictures of Earth from space, they're all CGI composites mm-hmm. and NASA admits it. Wow, our first clean drop. <laughs> I wanted to say uh, before we go any further that uh, at one point Joe tells a weird story about how um, he met Rob Williams and didn't know it was him. Yeah. And then they proceeded to shit on a movie. Patch Adams. And I, and I thought it was kind of sad that because I knew it was based on true story. I did too. Yeah, me too. And for Joe to shit on it. And that's what we're going to well, play Jamie, for the movie game. Jamie was Patch quick to, Adams. You're interrupting my... Oh, sorry. I didn't know we were interrupting. You're still on Werner Braun Braun having sex with an alien? No, I'm, I'm getting to the... <laughs> Holy, okay, do the movie game. No, no, let's hear it. No, Simon. no, 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 no. My bad. Let's My get bad. the movie game My out of bad. the way. Simon, My bad. Just keep going. It's all good. Let's get no. the movie game out of the way. Just please keep going. Okay, so that's going to be Operation Bluebeam. Okay, Elon, who was about to be bankrupt back in wherever, all of a sudden his company became the richest company in the world. It's not car company. Okay. His company is now worth a lot of money. He's been sending all these satellite something up into space. That's what they're doing, man. Those things are going to project an asteroid. The last time when he was on Joe Rogan and he smoked a joint, it was worth $400 a share. Mm -hmm. Tesla then went down a bit, and now it's up like $1,200, dollars $1,400 a share. So that shows the rapid excitement. Or, but uh, I don't think you've seen the footage of one of his ships going off and a mouse crawling across the engine. No. Like it may have been in a studio. Interesting. Anyways. Because he, if he is the offspring of Werner von Braun, there's a good chance he's never been to space. Why? In lies the power of the firmament. So did Werner von Braun... Okay, Werner von Braun, I believe that we went to space. What is going on here? Some people don't. I know. Werner von Braun doesn't. 
Oh, Werner Braun, that's the, that's the idea, yeah. yeah. Werner von Braun doesn't believe He's that He's aware of the ferment and his limitations in him wanting he's, to go to space. He's spoken about this many times, the fur ferment. He's spoken about this many times. Mm-hmm. Keep up, But it's it. just a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And, and I contend for sure that Werner von Braun knows that space exists because he had sex with an alien to make Elon, who is now making satellites with the American government... And you think there's more stuff on the moon than we think? Hold on. I like how Simon says that and then goes like this. Like, <laughs> Are we all done? That? That's not me. Every, what are you, you fucking retarded? Guys, you heard it here. Whatever fucking day it is. Asteroids. Why Why is all of a sudden... Why are they doing ads about that? Because you're looking up stuff and it wants to appease you. And then this is where... First of all, you say aliens and NASA probably more than most people do in a day. So, of course, you're going to get a NASA ad. I'm going to do something right now. Okay. Kamar, please, please, please don't jump in. Okay. Kamar, don't speak. This is hashtag shut up, shut up Kamar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Elon has been working heavy, heavy with the American government. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really, like hand in hand. That's Trump. But he cannot come out and support Trump. I just don't think that's a good look for Elon. Do you agree? Kamar, you can agree if you want. Hold on, wait. You didn't, that was, you wanted to say that one sentence? No, but no, you no, didn't no, no, no. Because Kamar knows something that you don't know. <clears throat> oh, unless yeah. you want to talk. What, what road are we going Unless down you right want to talk about it now, anyway. No, no. I think we should do it for the post, Joe. So then he has to keep quiet. But. This is going to totally lead into that because Elon cannot come out and support Donald Trump. But something that's happened the past day has made it so he inadvertently totally supports Donald Trump. Not true. He supports someone else. You're wrong, though, because that is a psyop to get votes to then give to Donald Trump. Let's let's do the the uh, movie game. Uh, yeah, movie wrap this up with some final fine, thoughts, and we'll fine. get to. We're, it's almost like it's a surprise party. <laughs> wrap it here. Let's go. What was the movie game? Patch Adams. The movie game is Patch, Patch Adams. Sorry. Joe said it was complete dog shit, and I thought that was a little harsh because it is a true story. You didn't let me finish too. Jamie Jamie was quick to jump in. Hey, come on, Patch Adams. Man. Well, no, Jamie was like, that's it's based on a true story, and Joe was like, oh yeah, it's yeah, it's some fucking doctor that made kids happy. What a shit trash movie. I feel like that's one of those things that he might go back and say, oh, it was that bad. Hey, you know what's man, crazy? It's the movie game. It's crazy that Joe had the cool, I don't have this. It's crazy that Joe had the, the like, the poker face to just in the middle of a conversation be like, oh, this is Robin Williams. I would... I'd fucking lose it. Good Morning Vietnam was a huge movie to me as wow. a kid. I would he fucking said how it happened. Maybe he, yeah, maybe was a little yeah, more yeah. excited than he said. We all remember how we want to remember. So it's a movie game where Floyd and Simon go head to head. Under Patch a lot of Adams, controversy, huh? they gotta um, decide what movie came out. The budget in the box office, starring no cast. Well, we know Robin Williams was in Robin it. Robin Williams, Daniel London, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Did not know that one. That's huge. Monica Potter, Francis Lee McCain. I thought that was something else. Joseph Summer, Harold Goode, Harvard Presnell, and Michael Jetter. But uh, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman. He must have had a good performance in that movie that Joe just overlooked. When has he not had a good performance? Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't even remember that he was in the movie. He was so good. And I don't remember if I remember being dog shit. I remember it was maybe I was a 14-year-old kid. And, uh, oh, no, I don't know how old I was because I don't know remember when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you, are you, have you just written down the year? No, I've written everything. Oh, and my you're God. You're going well, first this time. Well, I haven't written oh down everything God, yet. I the, just wrote down the, the year. It's Christmas. We had everything explained to yesterday. Well, because I, uh, this time I was like, I'm just going to write down the year and wait One, for two, Simon. One, two, three, shoot. I, I've just begun thinking, you write as I talk okay. because I'm done. I've just begun thinking that I'm a terrible storyteller, obviously, because I get zero reaction like, where I think I'm going to get a huge reaction from you, I get nothing. No, but I think you're getting a huge reaction from someone at home in front of their computer. But why are you so jaded? Oh, let me tell I don't want to throw you off. I'm not jaded. Simon, let me tell you something. There are, there's a lot of times where I tell a story where you actually laugh, and I'll look over at him, and that's how he looks. Yeah, if that, if I do that. that every story, I think. I really try to listen. No, you don't. No, but I mean, it's one thing if we're telling stories about ourselves. Like, I get that. Those can flop, for sure. But when I'm telling you that the American government is no longer going to use aliens to try and trick us, that's not, a story. That's not a story. That's not a story. And I say, I expect you to look at me and go, Simon. No, I think you're full of fucking malarkey. I think you, yeah, I think you fall into sort of, is like when and Tom DeLong Elon came out. And Elon is be related right to Werner von Braun. You should be like, that's where you lost me. All right, I'm ready. That's how we started. Patch Adams. I believe it came out in 1997. That's what I said, too. 1997. Sorry, boys. 1998. Oh, I was going to say 98. It's too bad. Yeah. December. It was a Christmas movie. It came on the 25th. So we might have been, I'll give you 1999. Okay. Uh, I had 22.1 million and 46.2 million. And I said 14.5 million and 56 million. Wow, pretty close. Well, I think you guys are going to have to remember this. It made, it cost 90 million to make. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. It cost 90 what? 90 million. How dollars. much did Robert, Robin Williams make? Like 87 million on <laughs> Dude, this were they movie? Shipping in, were they shipping in live whores and cocaine? I think they had to rent a hospital for a whole month. 90 million. Nine zero. I am so confused by <laughs> okay, this hold movie on. game. Hold on. Let me just go out on a limb and say this thing could not have made money. Let's uh, let's I, assume I, that it was actually cost nine million to make. Okay, because I think he's wrong. That's nine point six million. There's no way this movie made more than. Go ahead, Kamar. Four dollars. I, I think there's some CGI dream scenes that might have cost a lot. Kamar, of money. can we get a? Box office, $202 million. Get the fuck out of here. Now I'm I was walking out of walking this podcast. Out I was honestly it's about to over. say someone got fired over this movie. It made $202 million. But that's a double in the wow. money. It's not a huge return. But it, All, it was a Simon, the movie. only thing we were close on was the year. That was trash. I thought I was being so good and conservative, and then I should have just gone crazy as per usual. Honestly, when I said $22 million, I was like, okay, I think I'm being maybe a little bit generous here. And then you said 14, and I was like, oh, yeah. Wow, that's insane. $90 million. Does it say what any of that money was spent on? Uh, no, but it said it made $25 million in this first week. You know what movie they movie. reminded me of in this episode that I had forgotten about is I Spy, how good that movie was. Owen Wilson, Dude, the uh, scene Eddie where Dude, the, the scene where he's singing Sexual Healing, 
so to Famke Jensen, and it's like Eddie Murphy in his ear. Fucking hilarious. And I don't know how I feel about Joe shitting on Eddie Murphy for doing My Girl Likes a Party all the time. Rick James produced it. What is he, nuts? It's a classic. It was like, uh, if I was his friend, I would tell him not to do it. That that song is a classic. Yeah, it was for Party All the Time. I'm sure. Really? I'm sure of it. Hmm. So Joe is 100% going to Austin. That's yeah. thought he was going to Austin. Who knows what news broke that day. feel that money in the bank. You think he'll be there by September? You think he'll? Okay. 100%. It was also interesting how he said to um, Russell Peters, because he asked him about uh, Spotify, how he really wants to come out guns a-blazing. That's very interesting what guests he'll have. Mm-hmm. Like what if he had just laying on? Well, he's definitely not having just Lane on. This is how you want to do this. That also makes me think. That we also save just hey, Lane until no, now. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, this is how you sorry, sorry. Do this? Okay, we, okay. We you know wrap what? It up. We also we talk about the money all the time. It makes me think that there's some sort of incentives woven in there somewhere. Them building the studio out there or whatever. No, no, no. Just I said inc- that. No, no. I mean incentives number wise. So like, if you can crack, maybe even for example, if you can get to X amount of downloads before December. On top of what we already agreed to, you get this. Yeah, yeah, that's totally possible. Well, Russell needs some of that money now. He'll be on forty. He'll be on like Tom Papa. Russell starts bringing over bread weekly, and I feel like it's almost the last time he was on. Russell was laughing, and Joe was doing well for himself. And now it's Joe's in a new uh, stratosphere, for better or for worse. Yeah, they. You can now do uh, VR. Alex Hanold free climbing. Oh, uh, thank you, Jesus. I'd crack my head open on the living room table. Is that it then? Are we done? I mean, yeah. There was a, yeah well, he was supposed to fight the jujitsu masters. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. The fact that they call it masters or yeah. that he was fighting? No, I was just <laughs> thinking that. That one's probably okay. I don't think that one has anything to Because they were masters in karate, you know what I mean? Masters of a martial like art. Like master uh, shifu or master splinter. Well, I guess that's the problem then. Do we stop calling, if you're incredible at something, do we stop calling you a master of it? Master class? Master class, I was thinking that. No, but that's not, it doesn't come from that. Master comes from the Latin. I can't I it's Maestro. Maestro. So, we don't have to end it. Maestro, I was wondering if Maestro's got to go. And then Golden Child, good movie too. I, I, Golden I, I, Child. I want you don't the knife. remember that one? No, that's just before your time, but it's a, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy has to rescue this little like a Tibetan Buddhist, or a Buddha. I think it's like uh, the Dalai Lama child. Oh, man. I wish we had done that for a movie game. Yeah. That's a class. Well, you had a lot of options in this. No, one. I came. I knew I was doing Patch Adams. Mm-hmm. Second Joe shot on it. And I realized, well, hey, that's a shoe story. Beverly Hill Cop was one of, I had the beta max and I used to watch that thing like twice a day. I fucking loved that movie. I'm just burning, doing the neutron. But is that the kind of police officer that needs to be defunded? Woo. <laughs> No, he's black. That's the kind of cop you want. Joe was, they were talking about fights for a little bit, and they're like, oh, that Burns fight is going to be amazing. Uh, not so much. He has COVID, and so do his two corner people. So that was just interesting how. Gilbert Burns is out? Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure. There's ample fight talk in this. Double check that for me, Matt, now that I yeah, shouldn't be throwing just be that throwing around. shit yep, out into yep, the yep, fucking. Yep, 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 yep. And Russell got up to 240. Quite the fat bastard. I think he's. I don't think he's short. I think he might be six feet I tall. I think 240 is pretty big for Russell. I think that's pretty big for anybody, except for maybe Brenda Schaub. Um, they were both huge Schultz fans. It was like a Schultz fucking coming out party. Everyone's loving Schultz. Yeah. Um, 
PTSD, pussy, traumatic sex disorder. Yeah, he sounded like he was struggling on this uh, episode. What, what do you think about that? It's a cute name he made up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think going through bad relationships would leave you with PTSD for sure. Worst podcast name ever. Oh, my God, it's Simon. by Brian Callen. Simon. Oh, mixed martial arts. Mental arts. Mental arts. Ah, that's why it's stupid. 14 minutes ago, Jorge Masvidal replaces Gilbert Burns. Get the fuck out of here. Wow, breaking news. That's huge. That's why I was right about about Gilbert. You were right, but that's fucking insane. That means that Fight Island is going to be... Dude, that's huge. Woo! Um, Ric Flair in the house. (laughs) In this episode, they bring up Jeff Ross and don't talk about the allegations. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you're dropping little hints on me now is what you're doing? Huh? What, and don't talk about the allegations? No, I'm saying, and they don't talk about the allegations. Why are there allegations against Jeff Ross yeah. now, too? Oh, he I hasn't mentioned right D'Elia. Right away, there were. Yeah, he hasn't mentioned D'Elia. You're so right. I, I think it's just a, a silence on the topic. And like I said, I think Jeff Ross did say he was taking legal action. Oh, yeah? Like Justin Bieber did. Okay. But okay, I, fair as enough. I said, I think Chris Lee is a, a nothing burger. Um, and then he decided to sell his mushrooms. He is selling mushrooms. Yeah. What's COO? Or is he CCOO? He's COO. That means he's the chief operating officer. Yeah. CCO or CCO? Of a microdose company out of Amsterdam. Who thinks that the stocks are fine and the caps are illegal? No, other way around. Oh yeah, yeah. Stocks are fine because no, they're the say, truffle. Yeah. 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 Do you think it was weird when he, when Joe told him, uh, "How did you do your DMT?" He goes, "I free based it." That sounded really raw and rotten, eh? Mm-hmm. Rather I was than saying just you free base anything is yeah. But I, I mean, think now I'm gonna that start I, saying that when I smoke my bong, <laughs> I free base that weed today. Water free base. Russell was um, he couldn't even get that iron neck thing. He needed one to be given to him. Like maybe he really is hurting. Uh, obviously, that's mm-hmm. all I got out of this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Somewhat of his own device, I'm sure. Yeah, and, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I hope I hope the best for bullet him. points for the last part. Oh, he he should have given way more love to Kenny Robinson, who runs the Nubian Night. When he's talking about the crazy sold out oh, in show, Toronto. yeah, that still goes on sold out every month. And uh, I've always uh, that's been my problem with uh, Russell. He big ups. The people ahead guys. of him bigger than him and not the people that he came up with, I find. Mm. There's a lots of names he could drop that would be just people. That's always been my qualm with him, but this sounds like him and his dick has got himself in some serious doo-doo. <laughs> As your dick will tend to get you in. Is that it then? Can we rate this episode? Yep. Do, you want, or do we not do that? We'll just skip rating. No, 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 no. Let's rate it. We'll start with you, uh, Simon. I give this episode like a... Uh, Two and a half. You were like a New York taxi driver there. Yeah. I give this episode like a, uh, I don't know, a two and a half. I give this a uh, four because I like to sort of see Russell down on his luck. Wow. <laughs> what a what wow. a piece of work. Wow. Highlight of the week. Real Shoot. dick. That is a low, Un- low blow. Unreal. Um, I'll give it a three. I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't mind it. Slightly better than average, I guess. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. Bring that in. Got through another one. There we go. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for listening or watching, whichever. <clears throat> if you want to contact us, uh, you can do so at jreepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It's jreepodcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar, Twitter and Instagram. Follow Simon on Instagram. At Bigfoot Sighting Society. Uh, we have a Reddit. It's reddit.com slash jreepodcast. You can join in on the conversation. Uh, you should, of course, subscribe on the YouTube. You if must. You, don't, you have no choice. Yeah, you really... Even if you're not going to watch us, please do us the favor. Press Actually, you subscribe. know what? I'm going to double down. What you need to do is this. Subscribe to us. Uh, hit the notification button. And then put on autoplay and uh, go to our channel and make sure you watch every minute of every one of our episodes. Just that would help us out a lot. But first, subscribe. You can't do the rest unless you subscribe. Yeah. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers so we can start making like $3 a month. 20,000 subscribers, but yeah. We got to get the first I'll take 1,000 for now. Uh, and the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon's actually probably the best way to support us. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, you can join the Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. We will give you some extra content for that. You get... Uh, what do they get? Oh, you get the post show early. So you'll get the post show on Tuesday as opposed to Friday. And you get uh, three or four episodes of This Won't Age Well a month, the series where we go back. Simon just picked TJ Kirk, and it was a stinker. Oh, and this will be new for the, for the new... Well, just moving forward, if you're on Patreon and you join for higher than the $5 level, um, I'm going to be doing the video version of the throwbacks now as well. Breaking news, breaking news. Unless it's too hot in here because the lights make it 10 times worse. And Simon, do you have something else you want to mention? Hopefully by the time this airs, That's what I'm saying, we'll have yeah. a link for... Drum roll. Swag. Merch. Merch. There Merch. you go. Yeah. So we'll put that link in the uh, episode, whatever, whatever. And bear with us. There's only one piece of merch for now. It's just the logo on a shirt. Well, it's different options on stuff, but sure, it's sure, just sure. the but one it's logo, just, but we'll add some more shit in we're there. We're getting more in there, but you guys... But the option is open, and Patreon people, we got you covered, and... Yeah, if you're on the Patreon, there will be a discount code for you, depending on what level you're at. Obviously, the higher the level, the higher the discount you get. We wanted to give higher levels shirts, but it's a logistical nightmare for now, so you guys at the high level, eventually, we are going to get stuff for you, but... It's kind of a nightmare right now. We'll figure something out. We'll reiterate this in the post show too in case you miss anything. Yeah. Um, if you stuck around this long, thank you so much for listening. If you watched, thank you so much. Um, that's it. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And um, as Kamar would say, keep opening your eyes. Keep opening your eyes.